Hey everyone, today is Thursday the 18th of November 2021. This is The Gap episode 592. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gurry is here. Job, hell week is, hell week hell is week. finished. Fucking and uh, birthday week. But you still can't talk. Really finished. Yeah, I'm still, still, still in the drinks. Yep. Birthday week has begun. Celebrating. Yep. It's my birthday. I'm 38 now. Yeah. This is it. And as you can see, I'm uh, I now have a goatee, which uh, <laughs> I didn't do on purpose. All the hair around it fell out. Yeah. While I was uh, while I was sleeping, like just when the clock ticked over to 38, that just happens. It turns out. No, yeah. I was uh, shaving. I was trimming the beard. Yeah. And uh, I dug in a little bit. And you got to ask yourself the classic question: What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Do you tear it all down? You just do the other side exactly the same, and then ah, give it a week and it's back again. Yeah. Well, I went with uh, get rid of all the side hair, but I didn't want to get rid of the this part because I figure, like you said, give it a week, it'll be back again. No, this is, now you're too late. It's no. you're fucked. You fucked it. <laughs> Hell no, no. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. This is this is even better. Like this is even. I already look pretty villainous, right? With a with a beard and long hair. Yeah, I look like fucking. If I shave the chin part of my goatee, I would look like I reckon Micah from Red Dead Redemption Two. Which is not a look that I'm really going for, so I didn't. I haven't done it, but I could definitely, if I wanted to look like the biggest cunt in all the video games, I could do it pretty easily. You pull it off. Oh yeah. Speaking of Red Dead Redemption Two, I didn't put it on the list, but I did play some Red Dead Redemption Two because uh, Adam Matthew, uh, freelancer extraordinaire, former editor of OPSM, pun master. Um, he was playing Battlefield 2042 in the review event with us last week mm-hmm. and we were just shooting the shit while we were waiting for anything to happen during those terrible review sessions and um, he was talking about this fucking VR mod for Red Dead Redemption 2 I went and hunted it down and installed it and it's fucking amazing it's crazy shit uh the only problem is um, you need a beast of a PC to run it. Like an absolute fucking chonker. Even my 3080 was framey as fuck playing this uh, on medium settings. And uh, so that's the problem, right? It may, like I was playing it, played for about 10 minutes, definitely wanted to hurl, but... Like, just being able to turn your head. And I was in Saint-Denis at the time, like, just loaded in. Uh, the last time I'd played, I'd stolen a train and uh, gotten caught in Saint-Denis. So I, uh, I loaded back in in there. And it was like fucking, it was, I think, sunrise? And so the the sun just sort of coming up over the fucking over these buildings and you're just looking around and that fucking game is even better looking in first person slash VR than it was regularly, which is just phenomenal. 
What a fucking... Yeah, what a game. I'm definitely... Uh, I'm going to get rid of that mod. See, the problem is, right... Uh, um, modding games is so fucking tricky, right? Like, it's so tricky to get that right balance of mods that all work together. And then if you one yeah. doesn't, you got to, like, fucking somehow extricate just those files and not all the files and all this kind of shit. It's a pain in the dick. And uh, I can't... I, I wasn't very... I didn't create a backup copy of Red Dead Redemption 2, so I, I'm not sure which files I have to get rid of. Um, <laughs> so, so I might have to just delete it and reinstall it and then mod it. Because I've seen... I was looking... I've been looking at mods for Rockstar Games this week. Hey, this might be a decent segue. Straight into... Grand Theft Auto. So I've been looking at mods for Rockstar Games this week um, because the definitive edition, I got a code for it late last week, but mm. the Rockstar game launcher was down all weekend. Yep. So I couldn't play it, but I G'd myself up to play Vice City again. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I already own all of these games in fucking Steam. I'll just go fucking... I'll mod it, right? But take two has been pretty aggressive about taking down mods that compete with the definitive edition which is pretty shitty take two is a pretty shitty company i'm just gonna throw that out there for free um so yeah they've been pretty shitty about that shit so uh it was it was actually a little bit complicated to get all find all the stuff that i wanted to to get into nevertheless i managed to do it uh and then the Rockstar Games launcher came back online. So I, I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm like, instead of do, going through the process, all this hassle of modding and et cetera, et cetera, I'm just going to play fucking Vice City in the definitive edition. And uh, that's what I did. Um, it's not bad. Mm. I think the main problem is, like, if you see it side by side with the original... It looks great. And if you see it side by side with like all these fucking crazy mods that people have done, like these these really nice looking mods, these like fucking graphics mods people have attached to it, it looks terrible. It looks really bad. And that's because they rebuilt it from the ground up in Unity. I think if like it, it like you, for the, if all you want to do is jump in and drive around Vice City while listening to fucking Foreigner and Toto and like fucking K Billy Super Sounds smash hits of the eighties, like it's perfect. It absolutely fucking rules for that. But in terms of like comparatively to the uh, to the original experience. I can see why people would feel like it pales in comparison. Uh, it's not it's not exactly I don't know, we've seen some really good fucking uh remasters and re-releases. Like yeah. and this is not one. This is this is a sort of stopgap effort. Yeah. Uh they're like, "Oh yeah, we're going to get something out." It doesn't give me it, a lot it, of fun. like they started and they were like, I don't know. Yeah. Six months into it, and they're like, "We fucking made a mistake. We a bit off way. <laughs> we could have made a brand new GTA. One hundred percent. Like that. That's definitely how it feels. Uh, like 
Yeah, you're like, ah, oh, fuck. We and we still had like we've just finished GTA three, and we still have to do the other two fucking games. Are you fucking kidding? Oh Jesus. Um, yeah, I just fucking whatever. Just hard port it. Um, yeah. So that's that's a bit how it feels. Like they bit off more than they could chew, and so they wound up just doing whatever they could, which is a shame. Because mm-hmm. you slap the label definitive edition on something and you expect something definitive. But yeah. modders, if, if, they don't, if modders don't boycott uh, this, this version of the game, then they will very quickly put out something far more definitive than what this is, in my opinion. Nevertheless, like I said, modding's a hassle, right? So if you want to just fucking skip past that hassle part and go straight to jumping back into something that runs pretty good and reminds you of the olden days, the glory yeah. days, then this will do it, you know? Yeah. It's cool. I've enjoyed... Yeah. I was, was going to say, say, I've enjoyed watching some of the the, uh, the videos and uh, pictures people have been putting up of like... I think my favorite one is the donut shop. The of- donut shop. Yeah. Is it Tough Nut or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Tough Nut Donuts, yeah. The comparison <laughs> of like the original game of being this this donut shop with a uh, very low polygon, like a donut that's sort of not round. It's a bit more uh, like sharp edges. And then next to it is, it's because it's called Tough Nut, oh. is a an actual, like a, a nut, like a tool from a toolbox that you use to like screw on. And it's, you know... That looks like a kind. That looks like a nut. It's got hard edges and that sort of thing. And then in the definitive edition, the donut is very smooth and it's all round. But they've also rounded the the nut as well, yeah. and it's a circle now. And and like <laughs> the the tough nut part definitely feels like it was like a joke because they couldn't make a fucking circle. Like they were just yeah. making fun of themselves, taking the yeah. piss out of whoever made that donut or something. And now that joke just doesn't translate at all because they actually turned it into a real fucking donut or whatever. Um, yeah, that's that's gold. That's some gold shit. I liked the uh, the video of um, wiggling a car left and right mm. in GTA 3 and it getting bigger. But someone went and did it in the original and it does the exact same thing, which is oh. just the most bizarre behavior to replicate. Um, so yeah, you can make your car really giant by driving, like wheeling back and <laughs> forth, which is pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, I like, yeah, I'm probably going to continue to pursue a version of Vice City and definitely a version of San Andreas that is modded, um, as opposed to playing these definitive editions more just because... I think there's a lot of quality of life shit that they can add because uh, Vice City, I mean, we've talked about this a bit, right? Like what game would you go back to, right? And I, I think I said Vice City and uh, what game would you forget? Um, but we've come so far since Vice City. Games have come so far since Vice City. And I sort of expect it. There are a few quality of life changes in the Definitive Edition, but not loads. The The shooting in particular feels shitty after like a decade and a half um, of advancements in that area. And especially 
going from like I literally and this was definitely a mistake on my part, but I literally went from Red Dead Redemption 2 to Vice City and uh, it was a rough ride in that regard. It was difficult going there. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. If you already own the, uh, the Grand Theft Auto games, uh, 3, Vice City and San Andreas... I'm pretty sure you could you could craft yourself a definitive edition uh, just by going to Nexus mods. But if you don't feel like wrangling fucking mod packs and shit, I'm pretty... like I, I think the definitive edition... And you just want the trip down memory lane. If you're just interested in the fucking brief saunter down memory lane, I think the definitive edition is fine. I can mm. see people's complaints, but... It's not like, yeah, it was literally just a fucking nostalgia trip for me. And yeah, yeah, it worked. I missed fucking Billie Jean. I'll tell you what, like there's no Michael Jackson songs. Apparently just the Michael Jackson estate is just a cunt to work with. And so there's none at all in the definitive edition, but I missed it. I missed hearing it. Uh, you just like, there are some... It's weird how some songs are just locked in for you, like yeah. in games. Mm. But uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. What yeah, else? Like in uh, Death Stranding, when you're coming down that hill, and uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, churches starts playing. I don't know. If I can <laughs> love it. Some gotcha. sort of Norwegian <laughs> indie mood rock starts playing and the fucking label comes up like it's a music video and you're like what the fuck is going on <laughs> coincidentally every song is published by sony bmg and you're like oh cool yep yep um all right cool that's the gta definitive edition it's um available to play maybe now i don't know they took it down at one stage they took is- it down because <laughs> That's the that's I guess another part of this fucking puzzle, is that yeah. uh, they had actually removed stuff, right? They had simply like for the songs that they weren't allowed to have in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, they hadn't mm. removed them. They just sort of like sequestered them the, away, the, which the is fucking thing. gorgeous because that's literally what happened with Hot Coffee, right? Like they just sort of just commented it out Hmm. like yeah i don't know it's almost it's almost too perfect really uh but yeah uh so they took it down and they apparently fixed all that stuff uh i haven't been keeping track on whether or not it is or is not fixed ironically one of the first mods i can find for san andreas will be putting all that shit back in anyway so yeah, that is what it is. Yeah, it is available now. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right, check that out. Let's keep going here. We've got, I guess we'll just go down this list. Um, sure. Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1. I think that's what it's called. Oh, yeah? Let me check. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1. This is the, um, uh, the, the continuation slash sort of 
do, reboot. Hang on. Do I not know how <laughs> chatters work suddenly? <laughs> well, well, so it's it's the Frogwares um, game they've been putting out. I've, I've talked about a bunch of these in the past. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter, and Crimes and Punishment, which was uh, oh, yeah, Devil's Daughter's 2018. Crimes and Punishment was 20 around about 2014. Um, I've enjoyed these games. They're like adventure games where you're solving puzzles and talking to people and they've got a really interesting um uh like deduction sort of game in there where you are collecting clues and then building like your own mind map and then deciding um where connections sort of go and then how you sort of determine who did the thing that you're trying to solve um, and some of the games have done really interesting things of like not telling you that you've done the right thing and just kind of being like, all right, well, that's what you picked. Um, and this person's going to jail now. Yeah. And then sort of learning a little bit more about it later on in like news clippings or whether or not you've done the right thing. Um, although that, that stuff has been really interesting, but they've been, they've been very, uh, adventure gamey, like, um, very like linear driven you're in some sort of area you're working on this specific case and then finishing that and then moving on to the next next one and then having some sort of like overall uh, overarching story that ties uh some elements together usually um and then you know there are they're not triple a games they're more like double a or b games i don't know what we call them these days it's it's not that sort of like level of um you know it's money not a being thrown. title yeah yeah it's not but it's also not an indie game it's somewhere in between yeah. or it's you know it's it's still double a i reckon we'll stick yeah, with double, double a. a um and so this latest one uh sherlock holmes chapter one is starting I think it's starting back at the beginning <laughs> at this point because I'm not fired up into the story to sort of get a grip of what's Does going on. Does his Uncle on. Ben die again or what? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> there is a um, there's a character at the start of this game called John. Uh, John or Jonathan. Who I... I don't think this is a spoiler. I'm fucking... I'm three hours into this and I drew this conclusion about 30 minutes in. I don't think this person is real. Oh. Um, which is weird because I started the game and I thought it was John Watson. His name's John Watson, right? Uh, yes. You mean yeah. Watson? Dr. Watson? Dr. John yeah, is Watson? Is his first yes. name John as well? Yeah. 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 And so they've got this imaginary character who I think is not real. I don't think he's real. This character called John, who, that as far as I'm concerned, this thing's called chapter one. So I'm assuming it's starting like at the beginning somewhere. And so, or this could be, I don't know, like, I'm confused. I don't know. Anyway, I think this dude is not real, whoever he's talking to. Um, they haven't explained any of that yet. And so I'm sort of just playing the game at this point. Um, uh, and hang on, running hang on. around. I, I'm missing something <laughs> here. Who's talking to the... Is, so Sherlock Holmes yeah. is talking to this character named John. Yeah. So you're calls- playing as Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And talking to your imaginary friend, Dr. John Watson. I think he's not real, right? right. So right. in the other games, you'd, all, you'd always have like Watson following you around. And there's those really great um, 
meme videos of like a couple of years back where he'd sort of follow you around and and you'd uh you'd turn the camera towards you and then like quickly spin it back and he'd be like slowly creeping up on you like yeah. he's moving but yeah, yeah but he's not that. and then like he's like stalking you i feel like they've turned that into a bit of a joke this time where like he sort of like you'll talk to the barman and then watson is all of a sudden like sorry not watson john is like sitting on a couch and and he's just miraculously there or like you'll walk around a corner and he's like leaning up against the wall but even though he wasn't like you never saw him in front of you at any stage <laughs> or you'll like walk into a closed room and he's sitting on a bench and you're like where the, how the fuck did you get in here and so that's why I think he's not real because wherever I walk into a room, he's always like already in there. <laughs> like there was yeah. a point where the very first uh, tutorial um, where I'm, I, I walk into, uh, I'm in a hotel and um, I get the keys to a room which is apparently owned by one of the guests. You're trying to solve this mystery and you, op- you unlock the door, you walk in and john is sitting on the, the the bed while the other guy is already in the room and you're like that's the point where i was like this is something's not something weird is going on here like this doesn't seem right <laughs> so i think he's he's not real and this is i'm drawing this conclusion 30 minutes i don't think that's a spoiler um if he, if he is real then they're doing fucking <laughs> like they're throwing me off my game in terms of having him just dart around the environment and just popping up everywhere. Um, and I haven't seen anyone interact with him yet. That's the other weird thing. He's sort uh, of just yep. there. Um, I, I could be like spoiling the end of the game, but anyway, it's to me, it's weird that, that this game is called Chapter One and you've also got a character named John who is clear. I don't think he's John Watts. I don't know. I, he just doesn't seem real to me. Um, and so that's why I don't know where this fits in the timeline. Like, is it past the other games? I don't think so. Cause he looks, he's like a very young person here. And so I, I just don't know what's going on in terms of the overall story. Um, it's just very bizarre. And the, but this seems right on point with what these guys have done before. They always do fucking weird and wacky shit in their games. Um, but Anyway, the uh, in terms of the gameplay, it's a uh, big change up this time around. It's it's like an open world game now. You've right. got a giant map and um, uh, different regions you can walk around into. There are stores you can go in and visit, you know, get like disguises that you can buy. Um, there's a police station that you go to and you can acquire cases uh, that you can go and solve. You then interrogate witnesses. Can you, uh, ask, you can, can you ask Valdez a question? There, there is a question you can ask him. I'm not sure if you can yet. Uh, <laughs> you can talk to people. Um, you can... Th- there is like a some sort of... Like, here is my story. And then here is the other cases that you're solving. And so, for instance, like one of the first ones I picked up was a, a bar fight. And it was between like um, three people and one of them died. And you tried, you have to try and figure out like who who killed them you've got all these witness accounts um and you go in there and you, you look at the the bar scene and you're investigating things around the environment uh, and eventually you collect all of the clues and um 
it brings up this spot in like the middle that you can go and interact with in this scene and he kind of sits down and then you can break down like where people are standing um sort of like a i feel like maybe batman did something similar but anyway there's like all these points around the room and you go and like switch around like all right this person was standing here uh or this person was over here and you're sort of breaking down the order of events and um and where people were and who did what and then once you think you've kind of figured it out by looking at your case notes and where things in the environment are you can then validate your choice um and i'm assuming well i don't actually know but i I think that uh if you do it right it tells you that you've done it right but i've never tried to do it wrong well, maybe right. I'm doing it wrong and it's just telling me I'm doing it right. Anyway, and someone is getting locked up for things that <laughs> I'm saying. But any, like, you're, you're looking at your clues. You're, you're trying to figure out, like, all right, here's people's testimonies. Um, here's what I'm seeing in the scene and, and how I sort of think it went down. Um, and then, like, putting that all together and being like, all right, cool, go through. And so you, you basically solve those. You go back to the police station. You get money. Um for solving crimes and I, I think you're using that money to buy things in the world uh but I've, I've not played a huge amount of time like i said about three hours in i've solved like two different go in and here's a crime you can solve um but there is like a story that centers around him and his mother uh that i don't know where that'll go but like it's an interesting take i don't know of it um I, i've quite enjoyed the contained like old school adventure style game of um just going from one point to another and just solving the little mysteries that are in this specifically crafted environments and i don't know how the translation will go by moving it into more of a open worldish sort of game where you're running around and unlocking fast travel points and um walking into back alleys and that sort of thing so i need to play more of it and I just don't know if it's going to be like engaging enough to to sort of draw out that long. Like these other games I've played yeah. have been 12-hour experiences, 10-hour experiences, whereas this, the map I'm looking at is quite big. <laughs> I'm like, all right. all right, well, how how many of these things can you do? Uh, and like there's a whole, there's like, like a shooting system in there now. Like a, you get a gun and you're shooting um, yeah. armor off of thugs and... What? shooting armor off well they, they've got like armor pieces on their arms or like they'll have it on their face and you can shoot the bits off them and then shoot their hat and it's very leaning towards action can't just focus. black them in the face uh i think you can but he likes to disarm people and arrest them and so that's his thing that he does right so I don't know. that's his kink yeah uh you know it's just an interesting way of evolving this game like they're just i guess they're not satisfied with doing the same thing over and over again um and uh like we've seen games do this in the past where they've just completely evolved the the way that they've um mechanically had their games behave in the like i think the witcher is a good example of how that game sort of started and then where it got to in the witcher 2 and seeing like all right it's not really an open world game but you've got these contained areas that you can run around in and it's a bit more open and then going from that to like the witcher 3 where it's like all right now we're in an open world and 
you can run around and do whatever you want. Dandelion um, is imaginary, and hmm. you solve the case early, and yep, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I need I need to play more of this, but um, it's interesting. It's definitely strange and bizarre. All the deduction stuff is still in there, like going in and um, joining clues together, and that creating like some sort of blotch on your mind map, and then dragging those around and um, and that sort of stuff. So yeah, I just got to dive into it more, see what else it's got in there. But I think that the move to an open world game is kind of strange, very bizarre. Um, and I think the story is bizarre. I think this dude's dead. He's he, or, or he's imaginary or, or something. Um, but we'll, I guess we'll find out at some stage what is going on with this character because he's he's he doesn't seem like he's he's there. Mm. Um, but anyway, it's called Sherlock Holmes Chapter One. It's out now. Um, I think it's a it's like a sixty dollar game or something like that. If you want to check it out. Um, so yeah, there cool. you go. What else we got? Uh, what's up next? Hermitage Strange Case Files. Um, I said I was going to play this one last week. I have been playing a little bit. Played it like an hour. It's not... It's a visual novel. Mm. Which is... Not really my jam. And... I know you're not allowed to say these things. I know you fucking prescriptivism isn't fucking allowed or whatever, but I don't really consider visual novels to be uh, games. Sound the alarms. Ah! Job's defining what is and isn't a game, but personally, uh, like, just from a personal fucking point of view, it doesn't really do what I expect a game to do, uh, which is... Um, uh, involve interactivity to a degree that feels um, important, I guess. You know, like a visual novel is basically the fucking wordy version of a walking simulator, right? Where uh, any of these things could just be fucking books. Uh, maybe even, you know, if you if you feel the visuals are that important, comic books. Um some very light choice making, uh, but really all you're doing is holding a button to turn a page or press play on a video or something like that. Like the, the fucking interactivity isn't there. And for me personally, that's not enough. I need like for it to qualify as a game, I need it to involve interactivity on a significant like level. Anyway, that said, uh, as a reading experience, I am quite enthralled by Hermitage Strange Case Files. It starts with a fucking bang, like a really, like the writing's really fucking uh, impactful. Like these these characters, it's sort of like uh, cold opens uh, with a character and then introduces you to someone else and. Uh, if you don't, if you go in without knowing anything, um, it's a very, yeah, it's a very affecting, um, mechanic. And I think it does a really good job of, uh, introducing you to these characters and, uh, they're pretty anime, which I don't really go in for all that much, but the writing is overwhelming that I think it's worth, 
uh, it's it's like the story that's unfolding is uh, going in places that you just don't expect at all, at all. Uh, it's uh, I I don't want to say too much in case someone feels like playing it, feels like giving it a shot. Uh, if they can get past my shitting on visual novels, um, because yeah, I think yeah, if if you want to play a, a visual novel, this one is definitely one to check out. Uh, just from uh, purely from a fucking point of view of uh, of the writing like itself, I just think they're doing a fucking fantastic job with it. Um, but yeah, you do have to sort of put up with some weeby weeb shit to get there, which I guess isn't for everyone. Anyway, not a lot to say about it because I don't think it's a game, but uh, I do think it's worth checking out. I don't, how much is it? 26 bucks or something? 28 bucks. Yeah. Worth a squeeze. Uh, if you're after that sort of thing, my uh, I've installed it on my Surface Pro 8, and that is actually a really good way to play it. Really good way to play it because you can sort of just tap the screen to move shit forward, which is essentially identical to reading a fucking comic book on a yeah. tablet. So, yeah, or like a Kindle or something. Like yeah, that. exactly. Right, like so, it sort of actually works for for the for the format um but it also sort of reinforces uh how ungamey it is in my opinion anyway mm. um i know i know yeah i know it's not a popular opinion to say that shit's not games but yeah it is what it is yeah yeah all right next up we got far cry 6 uh vast insanity this is the dlc the first pack for it where they're going through um and looking at the villains of the game uh, games last couple um i didn't like far cry 6 i thought it was pretty repetitive we got to a point now where i don't think they're evolving that series much at all yep. um three i think was sort of the pinnacle of that formula uh and just like taking that idea of these villains and putting people in this weird situation and having them to deal with those consequences and what sort of unfolds has always been the theme of those games. Um, yeah. But it hasn't really, like nothing has happened in those last eight years or how 10 years that has changed up that formula to a significant point. I think that at most it's been reduced to a point where they've made it simplified and a lot easier to, to do the things that these worlds enable you to do. Um, and so yeah I didn't enjoy Far Cry 6 much at all yeah. uh, but anyway I wanted to jump in and check out this DLC because uh, it sounded interesting um, and I, I'm keen to and I've always like I've enjoyed those three villains Pagan Min Vass and uh, Joseph Seed from those games and so being able to dive into their story a bit more I think is is interesting uh and so this one in particular is a um you're playing as vas or vas and you're in his mind and it is like a roguelite game where you are collecting um cash from enemies that you kill and using that cash to upgrade your weapons um spend that that cash in points uh, for perks 
for per, and, like yeah, um, for for more health or to use different equipment or yeah, I like, uh, unlock. Uh, there's like a perk system that you can get that allows you to um well they're like modifiers i guess and you start off with like one slot and you can unlock slots in there or you can um uh give yourself more gadgets to use and so you're sort of collecting these uh this cash in the world and using that to make yourself more powerful as you progress and the idea is that when you die you um you lose everything that you've got and you've got to start again but you've at least accumulated those upgrades they stick with you uh, and then so you run out in the world and start again um and it is there is a map it's a new map it's not it's not uh, the same as the far cry 6 map it's not anywhere near as big it's this very small self-contained area where you can run around in um throughout the environment there are like trials that you can do that have difficulty levels that give you either um, new weapon unlocks or um, or like a, a bonus to your um, like a new perk or it'll give you like an extra life so that when you do die that or if you die you'll be resurrected with um, your health back so uh, there are things you can go out and do in this world and then then there are like little memory areas that you can go and visit you complete them and it'll unlock a little bit a uh, bit of story tidbit as to this character and what is going on um the overall mission that you need to go and do is collect these three blades and then you collect them and then you um each one sort of involves some sort of boss fight and uh once you've done all of that in one run you take it back to the main area and then the story sort of continues from there um but yeah, it is supposed to be a roguelite game or roguelike game. And uh, I didn't experience that at all. I did the whole thing in one playthrough. <laughs> didn't die. Uh, didn't come anywhere close to dying. Uh, I think this sort of harkens back to my problems with the Far Cry 6 game itself of it being just way too easy. Yep. Um, at least people here didn't die in one headshot. They died in two headshots until I found a perk that allowed me to kill things in one headshot, and then it just became even more even insignificant yeah. in terms of challenge. Uh, and so, yeah, like I think that this has so many more interesting ideas than the original game. Yeah, uh, and that's sort of telling as to like how bland that Far Cry Six game has sort of gotten in terms. Of it's it's like it's been reduced down to this uninteresting game that just doesn't do anything at all um that deviates from the those you know three things it tells you in the first hour and then it just keeps doing that thing um at least here i think that it's world building and exploring this character and uh what he is about um somebody that i'm interested in learning more about and is a little bit like the tone is not what the far cry 6 tone like the far cry 6 tone to me was very um sort of like a just cause sort of vibe where it was trying to be serious but also had this weird like, comedic yeah. wackiness to it and you're like what like it, it it's gotten to a point where it's just got like they just i don't know those other two games were definitely a lot more serious and this one just felt like they tried to be serious 
but that at the same time we're like how can we make it funny um and it turned into this like wacky just cause sort of game whereas uh it's it's like a really good contrast. It, it it actually sort of underlines how Far Cry Six does it incorrectly because I think that dark humor has mm. always sort of been at the core of Far Cry, right? But like Far Cry, this this Far Cry DLC, this Vast Insanity DLC, <laughs> right? Has yeah. is like is it's funny, perversely funny. Yeah. But it's also like pretty bleak. Whereas like it and, and it's it's totally consistent. Whereas in Far Cry mm. six, they're like, oh yeah, um Like John Carlo have- Esposito is like the main villain who plays it completely straight. Yeah. And then everything else in the game is like, hey, 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 <laughs> uh these are killer roosters, or go take some photos of mass graves and we'll make memes out of it and you're like that seems off like mass graves bad memes silly and it's like this silly silly negative vibe right like there's there's no yeah opportunity for anything sad to be actually portrayed or bad to be portrayed that way because it's always then undercut with some fucking quip, right? Some sort of fucking gag. <laughs> uh, yeah. Whereas in this fucking DLC, right, obviously Vass has his uh, his problems, but his relationship with Citra and Jason, all of this is sort of like underlined and the 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 how awful all that shit was all the things he did was and all that kind of stuff uh all of that's there and it's it's humorous because of like an absurdity not a silliness like there's these it's it's that's what it is right i just arrived at it right vast is absurd whereas far cry 6 is silly and they make the mistake of thinking those two things are the same in Far Cry 6. And that's why it's so off, I think. Yeah. 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 And you'll, you'll like, you'll pick up collectible items and, uh, or like you'll read, you know, the notes that you pick up in the world and sort of give you a bit more information about what's going on. And like, you then finish reading that, you put it down and he'll make a comment about like, oh, that was a real page turner. Or like, oh, five out of five stars for how that was written or something like that. Like it feeds into that character and just how (laughs) absurd he is. Um, Or you'll be running around and you'll see things that were in Far Cry 3 and how they've sort of translated it into this world of his mind and what he sort of thought about that situation. His warped Um, view, yeah. Yeah, of like, because he doesn't think he's done anything wrong. Like he's not a bad person. Um, and so like that stuff is really interesting and, and just the, the weird nature of his mind. Like he, as soon as you start, you look up and there's like sharks in the sky and you're like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> this is where we are. Yeah. Um, and so you explore this environment and you learn more about him and, uh, and sort of what is going on here because I guess spoilers for Far Cry 3, 
um, the main character, uh, like, kills him uh, about a third or maybe three quarters of the way through, something like that. And then the game became way less interesting um, because he wasn't in it anymore. <laughs> but yeah. And, like, it turned, like, he wasn't actually the main villain. Um, but, yeah, so whatever is going on in this DLC... Um, is obviously I don't know like there's something there there is a story there it does have a payoff I'm not going to talk about it because it is spoiler um, but I think that it's way too easy um, there are difficulty levels but it like I feel like even if it's you make an easy roguelike thing, game you're supposed to have that death you're supposed to die yep. and then come back and be like alright what do I how do I beat that? I need to learn like my mistakes or what I did that was wrong or do I, am I not powerful enough? Do I need to go back and have that sort of cycle kick in? Um, and I feel like maybe I have missed something by not experiencing that aspect. of. How it. do you change the difficulty? You finish it. Oh, really? No, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, because I've been playing and uh, I've been finding it real easy as well. As soon as you said you didn't die a single time, I'm like, I fucking, I knew that was gonna happen, because I did the, like, I did the submachine gun or the automatic pistol uh, challenge. And I'm like, Ooh, that was kind of simple. And yeah, then they have difficulty sliders on there. And the first one that I did was like four out of five difficulty and I fucking minced it. I was like, oh, this is going to be... Well, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So this automatic pistol was like three and then I went and did like this altar that gets you like a extra life or some shit. Yeah. And uh, I went and did that and it was four. I'm like, all right, this might be pretty tough. And then no, it wasn't. And I'm like, ah, shit. All right. The tough... The... the, the the biggest challenge I've faced so far is uh, the the Jaguar things because they mm. fuck me up. Um, they just yeah. take too many bullets and I can't stop them and then they get to me and they chomp me. But it doesn't matter. Like They don't kill me. They just sort of get their fucking teeth in uh, yeah. and do some damage and then I move away. Like, yeah, uh, I was definitely concerned that that was going to be... Uh, the, the situation as soon as I finish that four out of five star difficulty thing and I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna fucking die here went up and found like a safe house and Jason's hanging outside mm -hmm. and I shot him in the fucking head with a sniper rifle and then fucking finished him off with my Uzi I'm like yep. oh yep well cool fair enough uh, he was not a challenge either that's not good that's not ideal mm -hmm. yeah um yeah. Right, so, and, and like, the playthrough is not long. I think my completionist time was, like, an hour and 20 minutes or something like that, hour and a half. Um, and then you finish and it unlocks the next difficulty and there's, like, six tiers that you can go through. Um, which gives you harder enemies, increases the loot, which I guess you take back into the main game. But because I don't care about that, I'm not going to replay it. Um, so, yeah, I, like... It's not it's not a long DLC if you want to just jump in, but I think that it's more interesting than a lot of the other game, and I think that the character is a lot more interesting that than 
uh, I can't even remember his name. John Carlo Esposito. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> El Presidente. Yeah, I've got no idea. <laughs> That's no how, idea. like, I could sit here and tell you the last three villains because I thought they were good. Um, I didn't think Jason. Such a, uh, Jason? Jason's Justin? the main character. Joseph yeah. Seed. Joseph. Yeah, I didn't find him. Yeah. There you go. I don't remember his fucking name. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I like that fuck, right? So, um, <laughs> I, I like the ending a lot. The um, yeah. So I think it's a. I think it's absolutely. If you've got the season pass, because uh, obviously you need to buy it. Um, I think it's 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 a lot more interesting than the original game. Um, but at the same time, I don't like. There's replay replay value here. I just don't see why you would want to do it. Um, yeah, and it's quite easy. Uh, yeah, they, you know, it's not like uh, a Dark Souls where you progress through an area and you feel like you've done something whereas in this game you literally turn around and the enemies respawn like yeah. <laughs> within seconds it's got that yeah. that same sort of problem that far cry had of like all right i've just cleared this part and now people are back again so you can very easily farm areas yeah. if you wanted to um and level up your character that way but i think the uh like just getting to learn more about this character and what is going on in his mind uh, and the characters that were around him and his relationship with, uh, you know, Jason and what happened between those two it is really cool to sort of revisit that and and experience, you know, some of these villains again, I think is a, a cool idea. So, I, I, like, I want to see what these other games are like. If they're going to do the same thing, the same formula, of like, here's another roguelike game and it's... Now you're playing as Pagan Min or Joseph Seed and uh, that could get a little bit repetitive uh, but if they you know if, if one of the games is a fucking puzzle platforming game or something i'll be like all right cool this is weird <laughs> but, um so yeah i don't know like, i enjoyed it but i don't know why you'd want to replay it again i i, I watched the ending on youtube the all the definitive ending there's a you know once you do the, all the things it wants you to do um so you can go do that if you just want to figure out what happened at the end of it but I enjoyed it for the most part. It's just way too fucking easy. Maybe it's harder on console. Um, but on PC, you just headshot everything and they die immediately. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is a bit of a problem. Yeah. I just wish I mean, it'd I, be... It, like, you should be able to change the fucking difficulty level, yeah. Off the bat. Off the rather bat. than locking it yep. behind a... You need to finish it now. Um, but how far into it are you, do you think? Like half an hour, maybe? uh yeah half an hour 45 minutes um yeah like one more sit down and you'd finish it yeah i'd say just power through it just go do the the things that ask you to do and just finish it yeah it seems it seems pretty obvious but yeah i'm enjoying it uh enough that i will finish it uh maybe i'll Mm. die on purpose just to see if you missed out on anything yeah Uh, i feel like it'd just be a line of dialogue or something yeah um but anyway, yeah, Michael is it, what's his name? Michael Mando. Michael Mando. What? Yeah, it is Michael Mando, um, who plays the the villain Bass. Um, yeah, he's excellent in it. Like he's so good uh, in that role. So uh, big shout out to him. All right, he is awesome. That's the Far Cry Six DLC, um, and they'll be releasing two more at some stage, which I'll, I'll definitely jump in and check out. Um, all right, should we continue where we left off last week with Battlefield 2042? 
Uh, before we go there, um, real quick, the uh, the Elden Ring playtest was kicking off oh, yeah. over the weekend, and I didn't get a lot of opportunity to play it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But I did get to invade some people on my birthday, and uh, invading people was pretty rad. Um, mm-hmm. It was quite fun. I desperately need a better capture device. Mm. Uh, so I've got to look into how I'm going to do that. Because I was streaming from my PlayStation to my computer and then to from my computer to Discord. And apparently it looked like ass. But um, yeah, just rolling around, invading people. Uh, it was good being able to get games real quick. Uh, it was whack. It was whack that I wasn't able to fucking uh, doing it, any of that shit when I was, it was press only. Uh, but I guess my colleagues were scared of what was coming. Um, I had some, I had some good times. We, uh, I had, I went into one world. I, I still, I got my code. I got my Dark Souls invasion code that I adhere to, which is, uh, not allowed to drink a potion unless the host drinks a potion, then it all bets are off. Um, never, never gang up on. Uh, anyone unless unless they start the gang up then it, again all bets are off like you gotta have a code a man's gotta have a code and I've got a code I adhere to it pretty uh, pretty distinctly uh, I will always fight the uh, any any extras before I fight the uh, the host so if they've summoned like uh, if they like most of them actually most of the people I invaded had co-op guardians, uh, co-op like people running around. They're sort of yellow, red, uh, and then the uh, the invaders are full red, and then there are guardians who are blue. They're the cops. Uh, they like if someone gets invaded, you you burn the blue ring and you will be summoned to defend them. I will always fight. The, I'll always fight the blue dudes first. They're in it. They're in it for the fucking fight, right? Co-op. The co-op people might just be there for co-op, right? So I'll fight the fucking blue dudes first, and then I'll fight the fucking yellow dudes, and then I'll fight the fucking host, and that is going to happen every goddamn time. I'll also preferably see the host die to the world, not to me. That's my preference at all times. So I'll try and bait them. Like roll off a cliff or something. Yeah, I try and bait. I, <laughs> I, I came this close. I like unequipped all my weapons and uh, Elden Ring has like a two-handed special move. And if you unequip both weapons, you get a, a special, a two-handed special move, which is a big fucking like Spartan kick. And I baited this fucking one host all the way to the water's edge down by the beach. And then I fucking lined him up and kicked. And it, I don't know, missed or he lagged out of the way or something. But he didn't get kicked off the edge. That would have been perfection. But it didn't happen. I was right there. So close to to greatness. Um, But no, I uh, like I did manage to basically just distract someone while they were fighting the dragon. Uh, which is not a fight where you want to be distracted. Uh, um, I do not recommend summoning a co-op partner for the dragon fight in Elden Ring. I am certain all of that it's going to be different when the full game comes out. Um, but that is a fight you want to take 
on horseback. It is so much fucking easier on horseback, and I don't think you can summon a horse when you have a cult partner. So don't make that mistake. Um, but I just ran up and fucking backstabbed his cult partner while the cult partner was plinking the pointlessly plinking the fucking dragon with arrows, and uh, the host got distracted. They got fucking burned alive. That was pretty good. Uh, got summoned into one area and um, there were like three. I think you can, like, I think there's a max of four to be summoned or maybe five. But there are three other fucking people in this in this world already. Uh, so I just sort of stood around and waited for those fights to, to finish up. And it was just me and Red Invader and the host. And uh, we were just like fucking farting about like just fucking ducking around and like doing little fucking spins and shit it was pretty funny it was good good times um and yeah it's just pretty rad like overall uh a good time it just i love fucking souls pvp the network lag was all over the fucking place there's absolutely no way to tell where someone is when well, you've invaded them, but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish I wish I could make sure it was only OCE people. It's still not perfect, uh, but it is what it is. I'll take what I can get. I think you need like I would. I don't think I would probably play a Souls like a, a fighting game based on the Souls combat system, right? If they mm. were to make one, I would probably play it, but it's not really my jam i don't go to like the you know they used to do fight clubs uh uh in dark souls 2 and i was very very good at pvp in dark souls 2 um but i didn't go to these fight clubs because it's not that's not like i i don't want to ambush people and fuck them up uh out of nowhere right i don't want to fucking i mean it's 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 definitely funny when you turn yourself into a fucking pot and then spring up and fucking like blap someone in fucking Dark Souls 3. That's definitely something I'm about. But yeah, I want it to be a fair fight. And when I've reached a certain level of like, uh, I guess, competency, I will deliberately hamstring myself to make the fight more interesting. Like uh, when I was, you know, squiring for the mirror knight, I'd only equip work hooks and just stagger damage people while doing like one hit point of damage at a time just so that I would die to the fucking knight. Shit like that, right? I will happily do that stuff all day. Doesn't matter if I win or lose or whatever, but I'm not going to go to a fight club where it's like constructed PvP because that that's not really in the spirit of it, in my opinion. The spirit of Dark Souls PvP is being invaded wherever, whenever. And so I think I got to fucking stick with that shit. Stick with it in the way, like in the proper... Con so I, I would never play like, yeah, just a, a PvP version or a, a game, a fighting game built on Dark Souls PvP or whatever. I don't think so. I'd probably play yeah. it. Let's face it. I play everything. But I wouldn't get obsessed with it, I think. Anyway... I wonder if we're at that point now where we start like knocking them points at this point for a sort of half-assing the 
the multiplayer. How fast and the, the networking? Yeah, I think that's probably probably fair. Because it is such a big component of that is game. Is it such the, a big component of the game? That's like the question. Invading that's people why I've and... never done it before. That's why I've never knocked points. It's it's a big part of what I get out of the game. Yeah. Certainly. But the the flip side of that is when we play it in review. We don't get it. You can't do any of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's the point, is that the last three times I've played a from software game, it's been for review. Yeah. And I've never really gotten experience that aspect of it. But I feel like you're still getting invaded and and uh, you know, looking at like there's a big component of that game that involves summoning people or getting people to help you into in fights and generally when i've done that it hasn't been other people it's been like the ai bot or oh yeah whatever you know it'll summon the um just a, a random thing to fight you because it, there's no one else out there and so we i think we are missing a part of that game but at the same time but that's I, I guess I what don't I'm saying is <laughs> I, I think that invading hmm. is more broken than being invaded. Because Dark Souls, at the very least, gives a lot of like it's very host uh biased. It's biased in favor of the host. So and the host is always the person being invaded. So at least like, I don't think you're missing anything from the invading portion, right? Uh, because it's it's like it's definitely a, a more negative experience, and you can get invaded by AI players. You yeah, they had a they have an AI invader in in the Elden Ring, or they had an AI invader in the Elden Ring network test. Um, yeah, so you you do actually get some of that, a taste of it, I guess. It's not the same. There's there, you'll never have a fucking AI invader who is like a human invader because yeah. humans just do unpredictable shit. Uh, but yeah, I think like I no, I like I, I agree that we have definitely missed part of. The experience uh, and we always will if we play it for review like it's just, that's just gonna happen uh unfortunately i don't know what the fuck you could do about it really like they turn the servers on but as far as i can tell all of my chicken shit colleagues turn their fucking networking off so i can't invade them and <laughs> yeah blast them because i fucking will i guarantee it uh but uh yeah yeah, we definitely miss out on that. But that's why, you know, I always go back and play afterwards when the servers are, are public and live. Yeah. I just don't know I if just you feel can like my experience is always points. No. I mean, but that's it, right? Like I, I, I talked about it in my Dark Souls 3 review, right? Like there's there's different there's two different fucking ex, like versions of Dark Souls. There's the explorer and the tourist version of Dark Souls. The explorer version is the one we wind up playing where we don't know anything and don't know where anything is and have no idea what fucking anything does. Yeah. And then the... What's just, what happens when I ring this bell? Yeah, exactly. And then the tourist version is knowing everything going in or yeah, or at, if guy, not knowing immediately, being able to go look, look it up mm. at will. And yeah, it's a different 
different version of the game. And I don't know how you could replicate either, really. Like, well, I guess you could just go full dark on the internet uh, to replicate the Explorer experience, but I, I don't think you can replicate the tourist experience without, I don't know, fully spoiling shit. Yeah. That's just the nature I just, of the I just hope there's some sort of matchmaking in there because every time I've sort of, not every time, but I've, I've had instances where I've played PvP and I've just had like people warping around or something. Oh, yeah. Like there needs to be a 100 millisecond limit For and then sure. just cap it at that and yep. that's all I can join. Um, yeah. Anyway, I guess we'll see how that sort of turns out in the future. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is that it? That's it. So last week we talked about Battlefield 2042. We were uh, two days into our three-day review event with EA. Um, not very positive. <laughs> not very positive. Yeah. No. So we'd played we'd played All Out Warfare, which was Conquest and Breakthrough. Didn't like it. We played um, Hazard Zone, which is their uh, Escape from Tarkov slash um, Hunt Showdown sort of PvP versus pve gameplay um wasn't really a fan of that so a lot of problems with that one and then day three which we hadn't played yet was portal and we have since done that and also played a lot more since the game has been out in early access um so day three portal is basically a uh, a mashup of battlefield games from the past um and also uh, like a custom made community modding tool uh, so you can go to a website and create your own game modes and splash all these other battlefield games together and sort of create your own frankenstein style um, game that you want to jump in and play we were given a couple examples uh, the first one was a vip mode where you had to kill um, the opposing play or the opposing team's vip and if you did that you got a point and it was like the first team to 15 or something like that. Um, and we played Battlefield 3 versus Battlefield 1942. And um, we, our specific team, we got landed on 1942 team. And uh, for the most part, got the floor wiped with us because we were using <laughs> rifles. Using fucking garbage gear. Like Kate's <laughs> assault rifles. What's cooked about this is that, like, it was pitched as a, uh, like, the, the, in the original trailer for Portal, this mode was pitched, and it was BF3 versus BF, BC2. Yeah. And so it was modern weapons versus modern weapons. But the contrast there is between, like, it's actually a really good fucking idea because it contrasts those two games, which are pretty fucking similar. Like, yeah, similar, but different. And you would get a fucking real good idea of the drawbacks of each. But pitching Battlefield 1942 soldiers against Battlefield fucking three soldiers is heinous shit. Well, it doesn't work with the way they've set it up which is 
like I get the idea that they're showing us, hey, look at the things you can do. But at the same time, our experience with that specific mode was like somebody put it together in five minutes and was like, all right, we're done. That's it's it. good. Yeah. Look at what you can do. The look fucking do. Easy, the sloppiest execution you could possibly yeah. fucking think of. Easy peasy. Whereas the entire time we were playing it, we were like, well, why is this set up like this? Like I would change it so it's like, it, it feels like you need to have the 1942 weapons be almost one shot kill weapons instead of like we shooting three rounds into somebody and then running away <laughs> like well all right cool um and that is the i mean i understand that they are trying to show off an experience but when they are half baking the experience to show us that doesn't bode well um yeah. for us and so if they because if they actually i feel like if they spent time with it and refined it and made it like balance it a bit more and that sort of thing then that'd be like fuck yeah that's cool like look at all the things you can do with it like that's the awesome. problems with this mode just seem to go like on a fundamental level if you don't recall battlefield 1942 and that's fair because it was fucking 20 years ago but the fucking the anti-armor class in that game is, comes equipped with a rocket launcher, a bazooka, and a pistol only. Nothing, like no actual primary weapon. That's it. Yeah. That's how it used to be in the day. If you wanted to fucking kill tanks, you didn't go that class. You went the fucking NG with the fucking C4 and you went and did it that way uh, because you were neutering yourself running around with just a fucking pistol. And everyone gave you shit for fucking noob tubing if you killed infantry with the fucking rockets anyway that this mode like literally set you up so that you could only like you it's would randomly yeah you would randomly one rocket <laughs> with one fucking rocket and you're just like all right i guess i'm fucked then like what the fuck am i gonna do here this it was absolutely and the other thing was like you only had to kill the vip so we actually did a we really one game we, like we actually fucking won one of these games as the 1942 team because we like determined that that was the victory condition and then like as a fucking group of three we just fucking lays it in on the fucking vip but the problem the main problem so it was like fucking 15 four or something like we fucking walloped them but like when you become the vip it doesn't fucking doesn't tell, you. tell you and what's worse is that in portal you can make it so it will tell the player shit when yeah. certain conditions are met like it's actually a really robust fucking like custom game creation uh situation and it's and they just they put together the sloppiest fucking version of it like just absolutely insane yeah, yeah. like so we did that <laughs> and then they the second mode they showed us was um rockets only right and and you only had a rocket and the way you reloaded the rocket was by jumping five times and i was like all right that sounds fun until we were forced to play it for 45 minutes yeah um and it didn't work properly because they're not being rockets versus knives and because they forgot to disable knives yeah. and the other part is that your gun would randomly change sometimes to a knife. Just, I don't even know how that happened. It would just yep. sometimes, 
it had just changed like you'd reload it and the knife would pop out you're like all right cool um so anyway like i get the idea that like they're trying to show us these things but i don't need to play that mode for 45 minutes like i i i, I get it like show me that once yeah <laughs> and then that is it and then also it didn't work properly it didn't work the way they told us it was going to work they were like it's gonna be rockets only yeah. oh but also there's knives and the knives are randomly switching sometimes and all right i just ran go. around with my knife out yeah because it was because the other, the other the other thing about it was that uh very few of the people we were playing with apparently ever played quake so they were firing the rocket at the enemy as opposed to at the feet and so you would just fucking i would just like beeline at someone and then take like step left at the last second and they'd fucking miss and then i'd stab them to death like it was very easy i think i came like fourth without yeah. firing a single fucking rocket um and i could have gone could have got done even more damage if i hadn't been fucking about the entire time the other thing we did was uh started teaming uh oh, yeah. teaming up <laughs> we found like one location on each map it was free for all um, yeah, because it was free for all the entire time. So we just started like fucking grouping up and fucking about. And uh, in the Discord for this event, people were like fucking complaining, which is another fucking is, is also telling because on a very fundamental level, if there isn't, if there isn't a fixed number of lives, if you have infinite lives, teaming is a handicap it is absolutely specifically categorically a handicap because you are removing opportunity from yourself but these like yeah these these people these streamers were like oh they're teaming oh i can't believe it oh why are you teaming in the fucking discord they were getting really fucking salty about it not understanding that we're actually hamstringing ourselves the entire fucking time. Absolutely and ludicrous. we weren't playing an eSport. And we weren't playing an eSport. And it was like 40 fucking minutes into another fucking 45 minute long fucking session where they were making us play the same fucking thing over and over and over again. <sighs> um, yeah. Anyway, that was pretty funny. My favorite part was when uh, some dude came and joined the fucking the team. He just like climbed up to the roof of where we decided was our team area and started like ducking uh, and not shooting his rocket to indicate that he wanted to join. And uh, he was allowed into the cult, the cults of, uh, of the, the roof. It was fantastic. That was fucking brilliant. But yeah, yeah. Um, those modes, I don't understand why they didn't create... They, they, that that trailer, right, had, like, people with, like, medics, Battlefield 3 medics versus, was it Battlefield 3 or Battlefield BC2 medics versus, uh, like, Dogs. 1942 soldiers or some shit. And, like, so it was, like, paddle wars. But yeah. they didn't make that. that. Dog, the dog fight, the robot fight. Yeah, the robot, that? yeah, a hundred fucking... Robot dogs versus one tank. They didn't do that. Like, why? Why didn't they do any of this shit? It doesn't matter if it's not balanced. If you don't make us play it for 45 fucking minutes, nobody's going to fucking care. All right? Just let us play these fucking interesting things as opposed to, 
yeah, they just did the fucking most basic shit and I don't understand why. And they wouldn't let us play anything we'd created either. Because I made one, right? Where everyone ran around with a fucking shield and a rocket launcher, which I thought would be funny because it would show how fucking broken the shield was, but... Uh, <laughs> they were on that one. They were, they, like, they no, were on top of it. They, you know they saw me coming. Going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they didn't let us, like, they didn't let anyone make a fucking mode, which is fucking, yeah, they just so sloppily done. But, like, even outside of that, like, you, it's, it's all community hosted shit, and you can't get a fucking single game that isn't some fucking XP farm bullshit, which is just a right huge now. mistake yeah. because the the XP gains are like hilariously gimped. I think on the first day, they yeah, were enough that you could actually make a lot of fucking XP out of it. But then they've neutered it so hard that you actually just don't make XP at all. I think I made like 100 XP. It's like pointless. Absolutely pointless doing that shit. Um, which is, yeah, just dumb, right? Like I just don't get what they're going for there. Like, yeah. yeah, so we went through all these modes and then finally we got to classic. They let us play yeah. the classic games. And this was probably the highlight of the fucking review event for me. Yeah. Uh, they, we, got, we played Battlefield Bad Company 2 Rush um, on... Two maps I've played the absolute fuck out of. I loved how we all jumped in a Humvee at the start of the first rush map. And then I took us on exactly the same path I've always taken on that map uh, mm. to, to go cap the first rush point. Unfortunately, usually you do it with four people. We were one person short. So they managed to fucking, they managed to just barely stop that first cap from happening. Uh, yeah. But that would have been, put immense pressure on them um so that was pretty that was pretty cool like that was a cool trip down memory lane it was fun when it, like as we all collectively remembered that you can't fucking strafe and run at the same time in bad company too <laughs> yeah, like, like why can't i move <laughs> oh my fucking god <laughs> this the thing is, is they can enable that they can they can change that but they decided not to yeah, well, because because it's authentic, right? That's yeah. You can actually you can actually remove it in Portal. You can make it so that like even the BC two soldiers can str strafe and sprint. Like that's that's the power of Portal, which is fucking rad. But yeah, it was fucking wild. You know, like not being able to fucking do it. You're like, oh Christ, I fucked up. I can't fucking move sideways. Um, but yeah, that was that was cool. Um. Yeah, we did, like, it was just, it legit felt like playing Rush again. Like, old school, classic fucking Rush. Uh, and I, I've never been a huge fan of Rush. It's always been uh, basically garbage shit compared to Conquest. But uh, in terms of fucking nostalgia shit, it worked mm. for me, man. It was yeah. awesome. Battlefield 3 was cool, but I never... I don't know, like, Battlefield 3 was always good. Uh, it just, we have Battlefield 4. And Battlefield 4 basically outdid it in every single way except for jets are too powerful. So, 
yeah, it's it's hard to do that one and really feel the fucking difference, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. And then we also played. We played 1942. Obviously, we played 1942, which of the the highlight of my review event this in particular was the highlight of the highlight this was fucking awesome they did such a good job with this shit uh the map feels the maps feel perfect it's battle of bulge and el alamin uh and it felt like just automatic like you just sort of slip straight back into you the classic shit right <laughs> like you just like yeah, this this is what we do. I'm gonna fucking load up this Jeep with some C4 and drive it at a fucking tank, and that'll fucking work. Uh, um, it'll be fine. Or standing on the fucking wing of a plane, fucking yeah. trying to fly some places, trying to edge it, like trying to turn it real slow so that the person standing on it doesn't fall off, and then you accidentally fucking dip a little too far, and they go f flying and shit, like. Really cool. Uh, they did a fantastic job with that shit. Um, that's the hot like that. That's my favorite part. And playing after like after it's soft launched, hmm. it remains my favorite thing to do. We were playing it uh, early this week, maybe or late last week. Um, just playing Battle of the Bulge, classic nineteen forty two. And it was fucking sick. Yeah. Like it was the best part of the review event. Easy. Like that that map, that one map. It was because like even the the map design. You like the the whole thing that Portal did, and this was this echoed throughout the entire review event of people going that was so much fun. Is that it shows how bad Battlefield twenty forty two is. It just yeah. highlights how terrible everything they've done in that game is. The map design in particular, like playing the playing that one map. You like. Or even um, like Caspian Border or like yeah. any of that stuff and being like, look how good these maps are. There's places to hide and there's cover and there's some elevation and there's hills and that sort of stuff. Whereas 90% of the maps in Battlefield 2042, I think I think um, Orbital is maybe the only exception because it's got hills. Yeah. Uh, it's like everything is just so bland and open and flat. And then as soon as you jump into that one 20-year-old map, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> There's things for me to hide behind here. It just has more life than anything in that entire game. It didn't do them any favors, I feel like. Well, I don't know. The review's pretty good for it, so fuck, what do I know? Maybe, yeah, maybe they played it well, putting that one last. So yeah. that's all anyway. some people remembered or some shit. But uh, yeah, fucking... It was a stark contrast, although, I, I mean, I did, there were, like, El Alamein and Battle, for, uh, Battle of the Bulge both have uh, some fucking large, expansive areas of just dead zones where if you get caught running yeah. across it, you're fucking dead. Uh, it's just weird because so too... Does every single Battlefield 2042 map? Uh, and at least on El Alamein, which is a flat fucking yellow desert, uh, technically, has like undulating fucking terrain in its hills. 
to give you a little bit of fucking hard cover if you get caught trying to run up a fucking mountain. You can sort of hit the deck. Whereas in most maps in Battlefield 2042, if you hit the deck, you're just making yourself slower yeah. and easier to kill, which is just fucking bananas. Mm. Like, yeah, it's just a... It is a, a bad, bad comparison point if you're negative on the game already um, and it didn't do the game any favors for us at least. But, I, but it's, it's weird because I didn't see anybody draw that conclusion of being like, even a lot of the reviews I saw were like, oh, Portal is the best thing about this game. But it just highlights how terrible Battlefield is as a as an entire product well sorry not as an entire product as like as a new game by everybody being like oh Portal's so fucking great like yeah all the, like yeah but I can like you can play that stuff it's it's cool that that is an interesting thing to go and do but at the same time your main game is terrible and yeah your hazard zone is not fleshed out enough and I just feel like people skipped over that one like oh yeah but Portal look at Portal Portal's great yeah yeah <laughs> Like that that's that's almost always the way it goes. Right? Like that's why they do so many modes. So that you can you know, people will be like, I d I don't agree with this, but for Vanguard, people have been like, Oh, well the single player is trash, but at least the multiplayer is good, right? Or zombies is good. Apparently zombies isn't good. But uh or like that's that's the way the review system goes like if you can point to something that's good that's good enough for a lot of people it's not it's almost like that's enough right to drag the score up whereas for us it it simply stops it from free falling <laughs> i think yeah. Like, but for me, Portal is not Battlefield 2042. Portal is something that they have attached to Battlefield 2042. It could have been its own separate subscription-based service or whatever they wanted to do. And then every couple of years, they're like, all right, now we're chucking in Battlefield 4 because it's been 10 years since that game has come out or something. And it's something that they keep adding into and they keep evolving the engine or whatever, whereas... Battlefield Portal should have been 20 bucks or 30 bucks or whatever they want to fucking charge. Some yeah. heinous amount, knowing them. And then uh, Battlefield Hazard Zone should have been free. And then Battlefield 2042 All Out Warfare should have been yeeted into the sun and never spoken of at all. And they should have been like, we'll bring you and coming soon a new Battlefield experience. You're going to love it. Uh, and then two years from now, when they've actually made a decent conquest game they could actually release battlefield 2042 uh with 2043 2043 nice um but yeah that's yeah portal does not make up for the rest of battlefield 2042's massive massive issues um and yeah bad maps we've taken i was i'm flabbergasted by this right because we've found a way to have fun in battlefield 2042 right I've been playing with you and uh, and Nate, because uh, you guys are fun. you guys are pursuing uh, a robust uh, ability to, to you know you know talk, playing the game live so that you can uh, feel confident in in what you've written about the game from the review event. 
Uh huh. And um, yeah, we found a way to have fun. I think I think it's fun. Uh, we go I mean, two, two flames down is fun. Two folks, <laughs> two angels. Uh, which is basically two medics, two supports, which is essentially uh, what you would have done back in the day. Uh, no, not really. Oh, well, oh, I yeah, guess I we'd guess go so. two assaults. I used to play two assaults. One medic, one support, or yeah, two well, medics, one assault, one support. Uh, hmm. Yeah, but you got you got to go two supports uh, because Angel's calling only down. fucking replenishes two people. So if you want to replenish the entire fucking team, you got to have two of them. Um, so yeah, you got two medics, two angels, two fox, two angels, and then, uh, everyone can switch between whatever we go and we go to the fucking cat point closest to their spawn. And then we just shoot down every fucking helicopter that spawns in. And when they, when they jump in tanks to come do something about us, angels call in allows us to immediately switch to a rocket launcher and we blow up the tanks and then we switch back and we kill the fucking choppers again and uh <laughs> it is heinous shit right i am having fun doing it but on a fundamental level i recognize that this cannot continue to exist in the way that it exists right it's fucked we are actively like <laughs> you're breaking in every pvp game your actions will on some level uh degrade the experience of someone else right that's just a fundamental reality people don't like getting killed in games uh they don't like getting fucking outplayed stuff like that it's uh it's inherently negative to die in a pvp game that's just the reality of games but the way we're doing it goes way beyond that right and i i'm fine with it because fuck flyboys i have no problem saying this but uh, there's no way it, it can operate. We are, it, it, it has a flow on effect, right? Every time we do this shit, right? Our team then gets to dominate the skies because they're not doing the same fucking thing. So our choppers just fly around doing whatever the fuck they want. And the, the entire game is fucking lopsided. The people who play just a fucking pilot and shit, they get fucking, they get dumped on. Actually, we were playing in Silk, uh, who's a, a Battlefield YouTuber, he still managed to get 94 kills. And the reason he managed to do it, this was on the desert map, Hourglass. Hourglass. Yep. The reason we shot down every single helicopter and he went and flew away from where we were shooting down helicopters. He specifically flew in a different direction because he knew what was going to fucking happen. And we could have, we could have even, we could have fucked him even harder. There's like buildings that are actually outside of the fucking play area, but they got like ropes on them and shit. Yeah, that's weird, right? It's super weird. So like the play, it's playable area, but if we went there, we were outside of the fucking battlefield, so we like would have died. Just odd. Anyway, um, yeah, just we've. We've found a way to break the game, make our own fun, but <laughs> it is it should not exist the way it does. On the other hand, I don't think choppers like the little bird in particular shouldn't exist the way it does. Like it's fucked. It's so overpowered. Uh, it's so powerful. It's too, it's too quick. 
It's, it moves too fast. It's too easy to fucking adjust uh, really easily. Um, it has way too many fucking rockets. Yeah, ridiculous shit. Anyway, uh, we found a way to have fun, but I don't think that makes the game good at all. Yeah. Yeah. So it's out now. The game is, or it, I mean, it's, you can buy it. You can buy it and play it. I don't care if they slap an early access on there. It's not early access. No. They're just charging people to play it a week early. Uh, yeah. Which you shouldn't, we should, shouldn't buy. Because um, it's a terrible trend. But yeah. we've been playing it and um, mainly in Conquest. And it's been um, like from day one, they disabled the specialist that has a um, shield dozer. Yeah. It's dozer, isn't it? Dozer, um, yes. So that's the one they told us not to play in the review event because they were well, halfway through the review they event because they realized play, it was yeah. broken. Um, he's back in the game now. He's still broken though, which is ridiculous. But like, it's just been this... It, it's been funny watching uh, the Battlefield Reddit page or the community pages just sort of turn mm. and go from like people commenting on like my review being like I don't, you don't know what you're talking this about this cunt doesn't know what he's talking about same thing for <laughs> like about nate like these yeah. guys don't know what they're talking about and then like and then this toddler out of being like what the fuck yeah <laughs> like what is this game it's a 2.1 on metacritic at the moment for user scores they are just yeah. trashing it. you're but, not the lowest score anymore yeah i saw that someone went lower than me the yesterday. gamer yeah must be doing it for clicks um, <laughs> but took five like, extra days yeah I know right? I was on that <laughs> on fucking point um, but it's just been like watching like we, we it was broken when we were playing it but it's gotten more broken because we've had more time to play with it and we've seen like how even more like glued together this thing is it's the like the hovercrafts being able to defy gravity and drive up buildings at this point like it's funny i get it's funny but that shouldn't yeah. be a thing that happens like being able to camp on the top of a building or just just like maneuver like that is yeah. fucked um the the way that the like the re the revive system we talked about last week is still broken you can't revive people a lot of the time um being able to like uh just not fire weapons sometimes or the way that the uh, like the barrel the attachment system seems even more broken than we were when we were playing it people have discovered that some of the text doesn't correlate to what it's supposed to do um the one i, I showed you guys the other day was the the uh muzzle brakes yeah it's supposed to lower recoil vertical recoil and someone's done some tests and it doesn't like it makes it more Worse. recoil and yeah. so you're supposed to people are just saying like don't put any attachments like muzzle brakes on your gun at this point because it seems to make them worse so like fundamental things in the game that are supposed to do something just don't work and you've got no way of knowing at this point if any of the things that they say actually work like i think the gunplay is still terrible in it the time to kill is way too high um it's just so many issues like server issues with the game we've had not being able to join squads and like once we get a full squad everybody's got to leave the server and we've got to join at the same time did everybody get in no oh, okay we've got to leave again we spent like 45 minutes one night 
yeah trying to get a game going because it was either not working someone wouldn't join properly we'd have a loadout bug issue where people can't pick their loadouts and we'd have to in order to fix that you got to leave the entire game and start again and they say oh well someone didn't load properly and we got to leave again and we it was literally 45 minutes of like sitting on a fucking menu trying to get this thing to work and that seems to be the case every night we're playing this thing there's something going wrong if someone joins late right they can't just queue into the same server as you right they'll join a queue and then it'll just boot them back to the main i've had it work once i've never had it work and i've tried yeah like a dozen times it's never like literally to the point where i do not i did if you didn't say you had it work once i've had it work once i would have assumed it did not work at all Mm. like yeah it's just never fucking worked for me um so yeah that's fucked i cannot believe there's no fucking server browser so if we want to play with we've got multiple squads who want to play we just have to fucking queue and see what fucking happens which is just ridiculous i can't believe they got rid of the server browser out of control it's definitely spinning up new servers out of nowhere as well for no fucking reason uh which is and and it doesn't like if there was a server that just sort of kept playing there might be a fucking chance that we'd see more than the same fucking three maps over and over and over again but instead like that you you legit like can't see some I, I think i've seen what's that fucking uh what's that map called Renewal, kaleidoscope Renewal. yeah i think i've played that in conquest like twice yeah like and i've played it for hours i don't know how many hours but hours and hours let's have a squiz what do you got for me origin what are you gonna say how long have i played 19 hours i've played and okay, yeah. I'm probably close to the same. I'm at 20. Can't fucking, like, it's just stupid. It's out of control. Why is it like this? No, it wasn't renewal. It was fucking, it was Kaleidoscope. Yeah, so I've played it like fucking twice. There was that one time where we drove the fucking hovercraft <laughs> into D on Kaleidoscope. Remember when we were in the fucking server room? Server room, yeah. Fucking comedy we were inside a building <laughs> that you to get it really in there like the through. the fucking hovercraft's too big for the doors but if you like drive at it fast enough it sort of like wedges its way in and then you're inside and you can drive up the stairs and fucking do whatever you want and we we're fucking murdering cunts uh on on the point inside the server room it was hilarious because the hovercraft is too powerful <laughs> yes it's ridiculous it takes like three rockets to kill yeah apparently it's and it about self-revives more armor than a tank so there you go yeah oh what's a God. tank four four shots four four shots yeah yep comedy yep. just um, bad yeah it's just been a like watching it break down over the last couple of days and just the complaints start rolling in of where is the scoreboard why is the ui liked it like the ui is horrendous not being yep. able to tell where, where medics are, um, not being able to tell where teammates are, looking at the main map when it loads, sometimes the flags aren't in the, the cap points aren't in the right spot, not being able to select things when you're trying to spawn, um, like it, vehicles being off the actual map, you can't see them to yep. spawn into, 
it'll just randomly deploy you at times, not being able to deploy at all. It's just a, it's a mess. Like I said this in my review, it shouldn't, this game shouldn't have come out at this point. This should have been delayed yeah. by months. And even then, I still don't think it would have been a, like a, it's still be one of the worst Battlefield games at this yeah. point. Because they're just taking so much out of it. And um, yeah, like I feel like I'm close to being done with it once Nate's done with his review. Because like, I just don't like the gunplay. I think the gunplay is absolutely terrible. I was watching Shroud um, during my lunch break the other day. And people in his chat were, were uh, like asking him why he was in a chopper. And he was like, stop asking me to play as a soldier. I'm not going to play. I think the gunplay is crap. <laughs> like I'm just <laughs> going to sit in planes the entire time. Yeah. Like it's just not good. I've not seen anybody saying the gunplay is good in this game. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just, yeah. it doesn't feel good to kill people. It takes way too, like, it's not as long. Like, time to kill isn't as long as Halo, which we'll get to. Um, but I think it's the longest time to kill in a Battlefield game. And it just, they've got to sort out the recoil on the guns and the, um, like, the bloom on the guns. Like, how wide your shots go. Oh, um, that is shit is way out of control. And, and it's combined, it's, like, comboed with hit reg issues that are just fucking... So you can't tell what, like, you've got no confidence in whether or not any fucking fight you take past fucking 40 meters mm. is yeah. if, if you lost it or if you, like, just bloomed your way out of it or if you shot it and never fucking hit anything or, yeah. Like, it's yeah. just so fucked. I, I had that one video. Um, I don't know how many views it's got at the moment. I think it's close to a 1,000 on YouTube. Um where I'm like, I'm shooting, like my crosshair is on a guy for, I think I fire about 12 or 13 bullets and this person does not die. Like I get killed. Yep. <laughs> and it's just like, that is insane. Like that's half of my clip on one person. They don't die. And it must only register like, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't count it. I think it was like seven-ish hits on this character and they're still running around. And it's just, like that's not satisfying at all because it, it ends up being not about skill uh it's who's got the most amount of armor or who whose bullet pattern managed to hit them in the right spot you who know, rolled who rolled a yeah. six instead of a five basically hmm. like it just doesn't matter you the player skill there's no skill yeah yeah it doesn't really matter oh what about the fucking invisible players apparently that's a bug oh is it yeah, apparently players can just be fucking invisible and invincible. They only take explosive damage. Yeah. The so, ones uh, we was, we saw last night, I don't think you were in the game at that point. You might have left already. But um, friendlies have blue dots or like an indicator above their their player. Um, we were seeing a lot of people running around without that on their heads. And so we were shooting them. And it turns out they were friendly. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that was a new one yesterday that I hadn't seen before. That's so fucked. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hazard Zone. We've played some more Hazard Zone as well. Uh, a couple of matches yesterday, at least. Uh, vehicles are still broken. They haven't changed anything in it. Um, but we've had a bit more time with it. Like, I think there's some interesting things there in terms of gameplay, but they need to jettison vehicles with guns. Like, they're just goofy. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that shit. And like, also, if anything highlights how bad the fucking map design is, it's Hazard Zone. We got fucking, we got spawned on a fucking renewal in the middle of a fucking wide open field. You don't get to pick your spawns. Otherwise, literally nobody alive would ever fucking pick that fucking spawn because we had to run for th literally 250 fucking meters before we reached cover, let alone literally anything in the fucking game. Like, it'd be like dropping in the middle of, like, the fucking... Like, I can't even think of a space on a PUBG map <laughs> that is so fucking bad. Dropping in the fucking water. You'd have to jump into the fucking water in in PUBG just to have as bad a fucking start as this. And unsurprisingly, by the time we finally got to cover, there was a team there and another team coming over. Like, it was just... And this is... This, this is a constructed fucking spawn. It's just fucking idiotic. It's so bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, all right. Is there anything else to add on Battlefield at this point? I mean, it's out, what, tomorrow officially? I don't expect much to change. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I could, see, I could see having fun with it is, I guess, the only thing. I can see people having fun with it, but... Like, I just don't know why you wouldn't play Battlefield Five at this point. I think it's a far superior game. That's what it is. Like, I can't overlook everything it does poorly. Yeah. I mean, if you want to play modern weapons, I get it. But you could probably just play Call of Duty at this point. It's, it's just, it's so divorced from the Battlefield experience mm -hmm. that it just doesn't work on almost any level for me. The fact that yeah. the most fun we have is sitting there killing planes or choppers rather, because no, we don't even bother firing at planes. But like the fact that that's the most fun we have is just the really not good. depressing. Yeah. <laughs> because you don't want to fire a fucking gun and roll some fucking dice. Hmm. Yeah. And there's there's other concerns with like Hazard Zone seemingly being dead on arrival. Like we're, it's taken us like five minutes to find a game. That's 30, 32 players. Yeah. Um, on a game that is, I mean, we'll see what happens on the weekend, I guess, when it's actually out. But it doesn't bode well. Like you have no idea how many people you're waiting for, because uh, according to Dice, we're never going to see this screen anyway when the game comes out, um, which we've spent a lot of time on that screen. Yeah. Somebody was wrong but yeah obviously they know more about it than the game than us of course uh, anyway i don't recommend it i still don't recommend people play it no nope um and uh, except for portal person that's probably me i will be mostly uh lured into playing portal yeah but i want to play more battle uh more bulge and more ll i mean because that shit is fun me but yeah yeah um does it have like a full-on progression system in those modes or is it just unlocks everything uh i think it's just unlocked from the get-go yeah and you can go and customize all that shit so you that your bc2 weapons don't start and you have to use the fucking plus system which doesn't work very well for 
I don't know, whatever reason, doesn't work very well. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. All right. Well, there you go. That's Battlefield 2042. It's out now. By the time people hear this, you can go play it. Um, all right. Halo Infinite multiplayer. Surprise drop. Surprise drop. Yeah, uh, it was rumored. Yes. And they were correct. Here it is. Uh, I thought it was going to get delayed. Managed to make the cut anyway. Um, yeah. Pretty cool. Um, I was surprised at this. Uh, I've been playing quite a bit of it. Uh, if you've got Game Pass, you can play it. If you've got fucking Steam, you can play it. It's free to play. You can jump in immediately and play some fucking some Halo Infinite. Um, not very many maps. Probably fewer maps than there really should be. But uh, not that big a deal, really. Uh, it, it feels like it's got a lot of space to grow and yeah, like, I don't like, I don't, I don't it's Halo. Yep. It's Halo. It's Halo. It's very Halo. Uh, I, I've got some complaints. Uh, the melee in it is way off. Uh, I don't know. I, I've played, I played a lot of fucking CE and I played a bit of two, um, and I've played all the others, every other. I've played every fucking Halo game, but um, I played a lot of CE multiplayer. And uh, yeah, there's something off. Yeah, the the lunge on it isn't quite the right distance. Um, I remember four or five, whichever one they introduced sprinting in. Um, I remember the melee in that felt good, felt like a good distance uh i don't know if it's a different distance based on your weapon or based on your current speed or something but yeah the the bash feels fucking rough it's off uh and also there's no collision detection between players so when you do do a dash forward and bash do do uh if you don't kill them you gotta fucking spin around on a fucking circle on a dime to fucking find him again and whoever gets that first fucking whoever spins fastest wins spin to win baby um which is bad there should be fucking collision detection between fucking enemies it's fucking ridiculous i cannot believe that's not a thing that's fucking odd to me real weird um and then uh, the other thing that's fucking annoying is is how slow you fucking level up and shit like it's just out of control the battle pass is just it's tied to these challenges so I go on like a 30 fucking kill I go have a 30 kill game where I just fucking mince everyone and I finish it up and then it'll be like here's 100 XP because you won a match and I'm like cool so that like I've like there's nothing there's no correlation between my fucking play and earning xp so i've played fucking hours now and i am at like level four or something uh which is just ridiculous it makes like makes no sense and they got but like this this was flagged as a problem in the fucking beta months and months ago so that i know they've come out and said they're gonna fix it we're working on ways to fix it but this should have been fixed before it fucking came out way before it came out um yeah 
so that's annoying. Like, there's all these little things that I don't like, but I'm just having a real good time with them. It's mm. it's Halo. Uh, I'm most with playing big team battles because I can't rely on my team to actually... Like, Halo players on some fundamental level do not understand objectives, it seems like. People who, like, load up Halo are just like, yeah, I'm just going to go fucking... I might go find, like, a fucking, I don't know, like, a gun and, and like, <laughs> just shoot some people a bit, I reckon. That's my plan. That's what I think I'll do. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a good time. And you'll be like, what if you were to capture the fucking flag? Because we're in a mode called Capture the Flag. What if... What if you gave that a thought and they were like, no, that doesn't really fit with my vibe for all of this. I'm playing Halo and that means I'm shooting things and throwing grenades. Uh, I don't know about this flag shit. That doesn't make any sense to me. So you like, they will run to the objective. Like there's, there's this one mode where you get to capture these power seeds and take them back to your base. And it's sort of like, a, like to gain one point, you got to capture five of these things. Uh, and it's sort of like, single flag capture flag except multi-ball right like yeah. there's fucking a billion flags for you to capture and you can steal flags from the other the, the enemy team and all this kind of shit but like i like they all go to the location where these seeds are and then they'll just have a fucking team deathmatch around this location nobody will grab a seed nobody will actually take it back to the base they just fucking have a fight in that they they like like some part of their brain their lizard brain is like mm. well if i go to that location then there will be people right that's that's why and but the they can't make the next connection right where where they're like oh cuz cuz that's the objective they're there they're at that location cuz it's the objective and like so they will fight around the objective without ever completing the objective and it's some sort of fucking maybe it's me maybe i'm missing something maybe there's some fucking obvious thing that i'm just like blanking on but it is infuriating watching them fail to do anything i drove up i i did this specifically at the start of fucking game i gr jumped on a mongoose which is a little fucking quad bike two people can jump on it the person who's carrying the seed cannot drive but they can ride on a vehicle. So I drove up on the mongoose straight to the fucking objective with a dude on my back, uh, like sitting on, on my bike. And he hopped off and then he just started shooting things. And so I, I, I like started grabbing these seeds and throwing them back towards our objective because it just makes for a little extra distance for the other team to have to grab. And I, th I thought it might actually like demonstrate what the fuck people should be doing but like four people just ran straight past the seeds i was doing and started fighting over this fucking objective area and then eventually one dude picked up the seed and so i jumped back on the mongoose and i like drove up to him and i'm like beeping the horn and he's just sort of running it back to the fucking thing and i'm like beeping 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 get on the fucking bike no no thanks i'm good and then eventually someone did get on the bike and I drove them back and they, and we just, we did like, we capped a full point on our own, me and this other person, just by driving back and forth between the fucking objective. Cause not only like, 
The other thing is the people on the other team had no interest in shooting us because they were too busy shooting. So that maybe, maybe you know, maybe they were actually doing the right thing. These people fighting over the objective. It was just fucking infuriating. And that happens quite a bit. Like people just don't understand objectives or don't understand. There's like a, there's a, I think a fucking agreed upon way to cap objectives isn't there like the like especially in halo right in big team battles you jump in the fucking you get three people in a fucking warthog one person grabs the flag one person sits on the gun and one person drives and that's it that's all you fucking need that's it you can you can win those three people will win you the game everything else is extraneous but like people don't seem to get that I don't fucking know. It's out of out of out of control. Like just no clue what's going on there. The fucking yeah. matchmaking is a bit weird too. Uh, I've been dumped into a number of games uh, overseas. Had a bunch of people from overseas dumped into our games. One thing I've noticed is that Americans hot mic for days and do not give a fuck about <laughs> it. So yeah. you like. Even before, like, while it's still in the fucking intro thing, where it's, like, introducing all your characters. And, like, most games, even though we squad up with four of us, most games, none of us will be in the same squad. Or maybe, like, two of us will be in the same squad and everyone else is in different squads or some shit. Which makes it very hard to fucking find one another to coordinate stuff. But whatever. Um, I played a lot of Call of Duty over there. I played a lot of NBA 2K. And yes, that is a thing that happens a lot. They just don't care, right? <laughs> but like while it's doing this intro thing, you'll be like, oh, I'm hearing some fucking American voice. And it's like, oh, yeah, man. No, Halo just came out. Hey, eh? no, it's so fucking cool. I'm so fucking pumped to play more Halo. And then like you can hear he's on the fucking phone. And you can hear the other guy, oh, man, what, what? this new Halo, that's so fucking red. How do you fucking, oh, yeah, man, you could just download it. When... And you're like, hey, dude, you're hot micing. Shut the fuck up. Hey, mate, shut the fuck up. Doesn't give a shit. Does not care at all. And, like, at one point, there was, like, I think when it's an American server, none of them give a shit either. They don't seem to care. You'll just have like, there'll be three voices, all of them hot micing over one another incoherently. And then there'll be like fucking, uh, what, nine other people, eight other people on your fucking team. Nobody's saying a fucking word. You're sitting there like on push your talk being like, hey, cunts, can you fucking mute your mics? Nothing, nothing at all. Or one person will be like, Oh, are you British? Oh, why are you in this server? Uh, you're like, oh, fucking hell. I said, like, anyway. But as soon as as soon as the Americans get matched into an Aussie server, hmm. it's fucking on, man. Like, it'll be like the, the, the two fucking Americans hot micing, talking about nothing incoherently to different people on the phone, apparently. And then it'll be everyone from all these Aussie voices. And they'll be like, shut the fuck up, cunt. What the fuck are you doing, cunt? Turn your fucking microphone off. And it'll just be like nine people losing their fucking minds at this person. Holy shit. It was like, that's some, that's some, that's like such a weird cultural difference. Weird, weird shit. I had to fucking, yeah. I had to talk them all through how to mute 
an American because they were like all <laughs> gameplay had stopped and everyone was just yelling at this one fucking American who did not care at all. It was fucking bananas. Yeah. Losing their minds. It was pretty funny. I was part of the group losing my mind at this guy, but I've after playing, after being matched into American servers, I'm quite quite efficient at muting at this point. It is still way more convoluted than it needs to be because you get to press escape and then press tab and then find them and then right click them and then mute. But yeah. yeah. Just weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's Halo Multiplayer. It's free. You should play it. I mean, if you've got any attachment to this, I, th I think they've done a good job with this. Uh, there's some things that I don't like, certainly. Uh, it could be better, but I'm having fun. Um, yeah. They need to fix the XP system real fucking fast because I'm never, ever going to entertain this battle pass on any fucking level if this is how it's constructed. It does not I convey a sense that. of pride and accomplishment. I'll tell you what. Um, yeah. I, yeah, it, I thought I saw something today saying that they were, they, they're going to be changing it. They should have, um, it should have, it should not have debuted like this because this is how it was in the fucking battle. So, hmm. yeah. Fix it, yeah. fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it. Uh, I've played a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think the PC port or whatever they've done is bad. Bad. Um, yeah, they've got like weird menu systems of of like I like if I want to play a game at fourteen forty p, I can't because it's all resolution scaling, and so oh, it's yeah. a slider where you have to slide it and be like, what percentage do you want to do? And I can't put a percentage down that makes it fourteen forty p. It goes too fucking far one way or the other. Um, <laughs> So for right. me to set it at 1440p, I've got to go to my desktop and change the, my... It's in the DirectX 12 uh, yeah, like automatic borderless. full screen. So you got to set, yeah, your, your 1440p on your desktop itself, yeah. So I have to sit on my desktop and then go back into the game because there's yeah. no... You, you select like borderless, whatever. Yeah. Um, and it just doesn't run very well. Like uh, there's this weird stuttering problem that's going on and I don't know if they fixed it now but you, you get a high frame rate, but the game feels really sluggish. And like, I don't know if anyone's fixed it. When the game launched, all I could read about in the discussion forum on Steam and Reset Era was, uh, how do you fix this stuttering that's going on? And I know you can't see it because you fucking couldn't see it in Star Wars Rogue Squad, uh, yep. Squadrons or whatever it was. And every other I'm not game having any added. problem there. Yep. Yeah. Um, but like it's something's going on with the mouse movement and the stuttering in the game like you're getting a high frame rate but it just doesn't feel smooth at all i'm and, clapping um, cunts all over the fucking place i'm not oh yeah problems there. I, I, still doing that but it just runs something's it's not running properly um and i supposedly some people were saying it wasn't around in the beta but others are saying that they were having similar issues and this is how you fix it and it was just a conglomerate of like people being like oh you change this setting you change this setting make sure your um your frame rate maximum is sent to 120 even though if you've got 140 because you can't set it to 144 120 is a max and if you put in a custom you can put in a custom uh number in that box but the highest it goes is like 129 for some you can't put 130 but you can put 129 you can write that in and so it's just people like it's like it's like fucking 
I don't know, 400 chefs telling you how to make spaghetti bolognese, but not <laughs> like you, you just want to know, like, how do I fucking make it? But everybody's telling you a different recipe. And that's what it was like on, on, um, on the steam discussion forum for the first couple of hours. And I was just like, I can't fucking deal with this. Like, I'm not going to play anymore because clearly nobody knows how to fix this problem. And it was just like, it was just people trying to sort out these stuttering problems being like i've got a 3080 and like it's yeah. telling me i'm getting 120 frames but it feels like it's running at 45 and that's and it was just like a list of people saying the same thing and the same thing on reset era when the game came out just like every post was like why does it run like garbage and so i just gave up um but i did play one or two games first game i got the most kills i, I got the most assists by the person that came second had three assists and I had 14 assists with the most kills and I finished that game and had the most kills our team won and I was like I didn't really have any fun like I just alright so I guess I'm not playing any more Halo I, like, I just didn't enjoy what I what I played I think the time to kill is way too high uh, it feels like every time I fucking empty a clip into someone they die and then I reload my gun and then I go and do the same thing like I don't know time to kill for me is just way too high um, and I guess that's you know that's Halo, but I just don't think it's for me. It just feels feels like I'm playing a game from fucking 1980. Um, it's it's Halo, man. Like, yeah, and that's the thing. Like it, it doesn't feel like a game that has involved too much, and that's fine. That's Halo. Just give me a battle royale or something. What are you talking about? It's it. literally Halo Combat Evolved. How can you say it hasn't it's evolved? The, that's what I'm saying. It's the same Halo, <laughs> and that's my problem with it. Is it just feels like an old game? um which is that's fine that's what people want it's just not what it I want. sounds to me like you're not very good at it and <laughs> you need to I get, didn't get enough assists that's the problem uh, that, that, <laughs> you needed more assists uh yeah. clearly you're you're subpar in the assist category right um, i played a capture the flag mode we won that um are you playing big team the, or a little or quick play uh it's just big team i just yeah. kept pressing that and then it would load up a new map. I played the seed one where you collect the seeds. I reckon people who play quick play with randoms mm. kill small animals. I think yeah. I think those people must be psychopaths. There's absolutely no way I have the mental fortitude to deal with randoms like Halo players who can't play the fucking objective. If if it's if I'm a quarter of the fucking team, that is out of fucking control. Good lord, I I couldn't I couldn't do it. It, it would just maybe hate everyone alive. When it's me, when when it's me and eleven other idiots, I'm okay with it, right? Because I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. But when it's fucking whole, oh and oh, I reckon there's a catch. Me and Johnny Bravo have been playing. We're pretty sure there's catch up logic. I'm not sure how. Uh, like spawns or maybe the battlefield style of like caps being at a different rate or something like that but I think there's catch up logic for sure because it's real fucking weird how suddenly like you can be absolutely fucking plotting a team and then suddenly it's neck and neck right at the fucking end like right at the end even though you haven't really changed how you're playing it's like yeah fucking down to the wire we had a game we're playing uh quick play we're playing the small mode uh, arena um with kleb johnny bravo 
Nate and me. And uh, we were absolutely hammering these dudes. Like fucking walloping. Maybe like 30 points ahead. It was like first to 100. And we're like 30 points ahead in domination. And then suddenly we won that game by literally a point. Like literally if they were on 99 points and if Nate hadn't been on the like second point run onto it at, at, at 99, they would have won. And I would have rage quit and probably destroyed my entire office because I had, I just couldn't fathom how the fuck they, they were suddenly winning. Like we just, we couldn't hold a point for long enough. So I think there's something going on there. Like they were spawning closer to fucking objectives or yeah, they were capping faster or something's going on there, uh, which I do not like at all, but it is what it is. Yeah. Something's going on there. You heard it here first on the gap. Pretty sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. So there you go. Yeah. I'm more interested if they bring out a, a like a battle royale mode or something like that. Do it. Something more in my wheelhouse. But I just it's time. I'm not a fan of Halo multiplayer. So yeah, I don't think I'll dive into it too much. Um, you should play with me anyway. and Nate. Yeah, I should should see what you guys are like. Yeah. Fucking, I've never never heard a less enthusiastic fucking confirmation. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. I just I just don't like the shooting. Oh, shut up, Joe. Like I just a... want to play more Battlefield. Yeah. What the fuck are you going to play, Luke? What the fuck are you going to play? You like shooters, right? What Hello, shooters Luke. are you going to play? Hell, at least. I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this. Let's, let's, let's try and get our own server. And we can ban Artie. That's my yeah. dream. A server <laughs> where there's no Artie. We just have a server that we just put all these games on. I'm going to pitch it to OzGamers, right? They've got servers, probably, I think. I think they're still on the... Mammoth's still got a CDN, a pretty good CDN. Oh, great CDN. So, uh, yeah, maybe they can make a server. I'll pitch it to them. Yeah. No, no arty. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Halo campaign, though. I mean, less excited than it does on co-op, but I'm still keen to check that yeah. out. Sounds, sounds pretty cool. Ditto. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely we'll, we'll check that out at some stage because um, it's out very soon, from what I heard. Hmm. All right, there you go. That's the games we've been playing. Hey, while we're talking, uh, Dice sent out a uh, a patch note update for day one, and um, to no surprise, I've just had a quick look through it, and the changes for day one patch are insignificant. So hmm. that's what you're getting. <laughs> ah, I, hang on. If the silos are destroyed on breakaway, it will no mm. longer reduce performance on the server. Yeah. Hey, well, at least there's that. <laughs> Who's playing breakaway? Uh, people who can't choose a server Isn't via it a server breakthrough? browser. No, breakaway is the fucking ice map. Oh, the map. Breakthrough right. is the terrible mode that nobody should play. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. The map. Um right the silos at the back yeah because we did have that whenever they blow up they just fucking yep. something was going on yeah um but yeah like this list is just there when looking at allies on your team their names will now correctly display cool that should have it's interesting that it wasn't there to start um yeah right nothing nothing 
like, all right, we haven't fixed reviving yet, which is probably something that shouldn't have been in the game to begin with. Um, oh, you no longer have to lock in your specialist in Hazard Zone using Spacebar, which hilarious. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's, all right. that's nothing. That's nothing at all. Let's cool. do some news because none of that Let's stuff do it. matters. Hey, but that uh, was technically the start of the news, right? All right, here, yeah, there you go. Um, next up, we've got uh, Saints Row has been delayed. It's moved out of the way of uh, Elden Ring, which was due out in August. Sorry, February. It's, Saints Row has moved to August at this yep. point. That's a, a long move. delay. That's, six that's a long. That's a long dodge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a big old dodge, but fuck it. Why not? Do it to it. Uh, if you need Do more you time, think this was planned. Take more time. Planned? This how delay would they, was planned. How would they plan a delay? What would be the. That doesn't make any sense. Just ain't true. It was only announced like two months ago. Right. But that's good. And they I like, I like a, a short time. I like a short amount of time between launch. I know that. But what I'm saying launch. is they announced it just recently, like in the last two months, and said it'll be out in February. Don't you think at that point they would know that this wasn't going to hit in February? If they're going to delay it by two by six months, maybe they were. I don't know. I don't or know. or is this like like hey. a, people really like it? Let's put it out at the end of the year when it might sell more. Maybe they were like, oh, uh, we are now fucked because Elden Ring's coming out the same fucking week as us. Would we benefit from a delay? And then the developers are like, fuck yes. Oh my God, please. Yes, please let us delay. Oh my God. We could actually finish the game. Just just delay. And they're like, how long should, like one week, two weeks? And like, fuck it, six months. We want, no, we want 12 months. We want 12 months. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give, give us till February 2023. And they're like, we can't do, that's ridiculous. What about, what about March. No, no, no. Uh, how about November? We'll do November 2022. And they're like, uh, that's uh, August? What about August? And the devs, yeah, yeah, August, August. Let's go August 2020. Lock it in. Verbal contract. You can't go back now. Okay, no take backsies. August it is. And they're like, fuck. We got what, if it's, what if it was like a survey, but the survey is like a similar web-based system like Portal and the, oh. the, the selection was like, how long should we delay it for? And the maximum they could slide it to was six months. And that, they just, <laughs> the whole way, they slid all the way up. And then they had to press space send. bar to confirm it. <laughs> yeah, to confirm it. <laughs> and they were like, there we go. Done. Perfect. That's what and we'll get. Sent That's the email out to everybody as a press release. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that makes sense to me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, next up, uh, Rainbow Six Extraction has a release date for January 20. Have you played any of this yet? I still have not, no. Okay. Um, this is like January the reverse 20. Elden Ring dodge, right? Yeah. Because uh, they hadn't said anything, and then Elden Ring moved, and like, oh, fucking thank God. Let's go. 20th of January. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, still haven't seen anything on it, but I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. Uh, surprised they haven't done it. I signed an NDA for this ages and ages and ages ago. Hmm. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. But uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
All right, and next up we've got, uh, this is after a report from the Wall Street Journal. Um, Activision employees have staged a walkout yesterday, uh, which basically Wall Street Journal published a report saying that Bobby Kotick, the CEO of Activision Blizzard, knew about the um, sexual misconduct allegations or issues in the company uh, that we've been talking about for a while now. And um, basically didn't do anything about it um internally didn't report anything to their board and just kind of went along with his day job of not doing anything and so uh this has come to light through emails and that sort of thing and in response activision employees uh walked out of the job and are demanding he gets the fuck out of there um which doesn't look like it's going to happen at this point because he has the full backing of his board. So, I don't know. Uh, know We said this should happen ages ago. Hmm. Like two months ago, I'd say. We said this this is what had to happen. Um, Yeah. It's, uh... It's, it's gutting some of the shit that, that has come out about this uh but like i said like we said literally months ago this rot starts at the fucking top um the fish rots from the head right like bobby kotick there's no way he didn't know about any of this stuff and uh not only did he not not know about any of this stuff he has been fucking instrumental in sweeping some of this shit under the rug mm-hmm. and I, I firmly believe that he has to go absolutely um yeah. yeah like what is what is the the plan going forward now is it a case of because obviously his board doesn't want to get rid of him and they're trying to hold on as long as possible is it a case of activision employees just need to keep attempting to boycott at this point if nobody else is listening because you can't do the thing of oh don't buy activision games like that's not going to work nobody's the regular consumer is doesn't give a fuck about anything else they don't know about it they don't know who makes call of duty they just know that call of duty comes out every year um and so is it a case of the employees needing to try and stage something going forward i mean the 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 best bet the washington post has reported that uh a group of concerned uh concerned shareholders have called on Kotick to resign as well as Brian Kelly and Robert Mulgado the two of the board's longest serving directors uh mm-hmm. re- retire by December 31 maybe this is the best fucking bet they've got because um yeah shareholders hold a significant amount of power uh however there is a uh, a big uh, there's a very lopsided nature to the shareholding uh the holding companies with the large amounts of shares uh so maybe maybe they don't have that big an a- a- impact like that said some of them are fucking bailing on Activision Blizzard shares. So it might actually 
have some fucking white. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. yeah. That's um, probably the best best bet to having something happen. Hmm. Yeah. And I think the if employees keep like the 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 walkout wasn't a lot of people. It was uh I think it was at their their office in California, right? Irvin. Um and it was like a hundred and ten ish people, I think it was the number I saw, and like you compare that to how many people are employed at that company and it's a drop <laughs> um and so like obviously i think this thing will gain more traction over the time as long as they keep the conversation going but um yeah it's early today it's, uh playstation chief uh jim ryan hmm. criticized the response activision blizzard's response uh to the article uh, and, and said disheartened and frankly stunned to read that Activision has not done enough to address a deep-seated culture of discrimination and harassment uh, and expressed our deep concern, he says in an article with Bloomberg. This is it. The pressure needs to come from every single fucking every side. But uh, So yeah, good on the fucking employees for doing their best to to make sure it comes from their side and the shareholders who are doing their bit and obviously PlayStation are doing their bit and it's the best best you can ask for, really. Yeah. I mean, does it get to a point where, like, media starts jumping in? Because you, obviously you've seen um, whenever something happens, whether it's a press release on the new mode in Call of Duty, there are sites that are putting on there, you know, at the start, like, here's all the things going on Activision Blizzard. Does it get to a point, you think, where media outlets just stop reviewing these games? Uh, yeah, it might do. Or, like, I know that IGN already puts, because uh, I've been doing a bunch of work with IGN lately, um, and they've, they've been prefacing any article about Activision stuff with links to to the allegations and news about that stuff. So, um, and then, yeah, like it's definitely, I think that pressure will continue to be placed from that angle, uh, from that avenue. I think it's, it's yet another pressure point that needs to be, yeah, pushed. So, and I, I do think the media is doing it. Which is good. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit late at this point, right? Like, act like Call of Duty's out for this year, and they've probably got nothing else coming out next year yeah. from Blizzard, at least. And so, what's the next game from them? Call of Duty <laughs> again? It's just yeah, probably not going to hear much about them at this point. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so hopefully something comes out of this at some point because yeah, he's a fuckhead. Um, Next up, this is some of your stuff. You've got Xbox Cloud Gaming launches on Xbox One and Series consoles. What is this about? Uh, so, yeah, I saw this uh, earlier today. Basically, so Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate subscribers uh, are now able to play Game Pass games using the cloud on their consoles which i think is an interesting like i just found this pretty interesting uh from a point of view of you know obviously uh 
hard drive space is limited. Um, download speeds and caps are limited. So maybe like this is a one way to get around that kind of shit for games that you, you know, like I've got a, a list of games that I'm like, yeah, well, I'll just fucking download it again and play it. Uh, it's an interesting one for, yeah, games that maybe you don't want to fucking download all of to jump back in again um, just for, for like a quick sesh on some game. I just think it's a pretty fucking cool idea and a continued expansion uh, Xbox Cloud, um, which, yeah, it's cool. Not all, uh, not all games are, are playable um, across both consoles. Uh, I think there's a list. So, like, there are some... You can play some Series X games on your Xbox One, but not all of them. It's the Medium and Rift Breaker. And I think if it's not Flight Simulator yet, it will be soon. I feel like but it's yeah. still a Flight Simulator, yeah. I think, I think it's a cool idea uh, and continues to blur the lines between their, their consoles, which... Started out as a bad thing, but um, they're increasingly turning into a decent, a cool thing, I think. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Cool. Um, all right, next up, we've got a last piece of news here, which is the Game Awards 2021 nominees have been announced. Uh, this is Jeff Keighley's end of year Game Awards that they do every year. He's been on for quite a while under different mm-hmm. names and banners. Um, so some big games here, sort of leading the charge, Deathloop, uh, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. It Takes Two and Psychonauts have the most nominations out of all the games. Um, this, uh, the game awards that have a cutoff period of date, um, I think it's like November 20 this year. It need to be available for right. people to play yeah. um, in order for it to be nominated. Uh, games here that could be absent from lists uh, predominantly because people didn't have a chance to play through them at this point. Um, one of the noticeable ones is Forza Horizon. I saw floating around for game of the year, uh, which is absent from that list, purely because when we were voting on these things, a lot of people didn't have the game at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like voting for this stuff started in like October at this yeah. point. And so that's why it... Uh, it could be missing from that sort of stuff. So anyway, uh, the nominees for game of the year in this list are Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Um, solid list, solid list. Stuff. Like, I think it's been a slow year in terms of yeah. games. Um, I don't know if it's, a, I wouldn't call it a solid list. There's stuff in there that I think is solid. There's like three games in there I think are pretty good. <laughs> Uh, I'd yeah. say they game of the year material, but at the same time, like I don't know if I can give you a list of five fucking game of the year games that I'd put up there at this point. It was hard uh, coming up with three. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I I struggle to to think. Uh, yeah, yeah, three. Um, I I don't know how it takes two is there. I guess I don't know. Just had such a fucking ignorable story and the uh, whatever anyway you know why Joe because I say this every year this is a popularity contest 
Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, that's what you're getting. It's the people that have played the most mainstream games, and that's what you end up with in these lists, which is, I mean, all you need to do is like look at the best indie games and... I don't know. There's games in there that I wouldn't put in there. 12 minutes, absolutely not. That's a... Like, talking about scraping the bottom of the barrel, that's a 76 game on Metacritic, which is pretty low for mm. a Metacritic game. And to put that as your best indie... Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, did you did you vote on this shit? I did, yes. Yeah. So I voted so for I did as well. Yeah. For Survivor. First year? It is the first time I've done this, yes. Uh, so I voted. I voted for Deathloop as game of the year. Deathloop is game direction. I did not vote for best ongoing. Inscription for best indie, and I was pretty torn over that, or Loop Hero. Uh, Valheim for debut indie, and I was torn between that and The Forgotten City. Deathloop for best narrative. Deathloop for best art direction. Near Replicant for best score and music. Uh, Returnal for audio design because I really like the audio design of that yeah uh, it was really good um, I think I, I think I might put Hell Loose for that one I can't remember or Subnautica oh you you, yeah I'm just talking about voting there's like uh, you gotta vote on the finalist right yeah I don't think we talked about that part yet can't we <laughs> no alright my bad well then never mind don't worry about it don't worry about anything I just said. Ignore everything yep. I just said. <laughs> hey, you want, you want to know something that makes you feel old? Look at Content Creator of the Year and tell me, just one of those people, who are they? Did I miss this on the list? Oh, is but this probably... the, the voted thing? Right, I, I, I don't know. I don't recall at all. Yeah. How um, come we cannot talk about what we voted for? I don't understand. Uh, because we're not allowed to. That's just part of the the thing. All right. <laughs> I mean, we can't talk about what we voted for in the the final list, but stuff we nominated, I think, is probably okay. I wasn't like I was just talking about um theoretically based on the uh yeah the, the direction of the sun on the list that Jeff Keeley put out. What I would yeah. vote for. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, like I said, I. It's an overall most popular contest. I don't think it's a. Yeah. Uh, like I went through and had I think it was like 130 games I had to sort out, when I sent my stuff through. Um. Damn. But that that's including like stuff that we've played last year and all that sort of thing. Um. But anyway, there was there was a lot there, and I think at the end of the day, yeah, it's a, comes down to a popularity contest. Like people. Like hell at loose not being on this list is a game that I'm like, all right, well that tells me everything I need to know about mm. what people have sort of played this year for best shooter. I think what's what was best shooter? Well, maybe they call it something else. Yeah. Best action game, maybe. Best action. Yeah. Um, like Back for Blood is on there, and Chivalry, Far Cry Six is on there, which fair enough. Uh, anyway, I guess we'll, we'll watch that when it when it starts, and we'll oh, we're talk about it more when it see how we eventually go. Does make that call cool when we get to it? Yeah, uh, but it's always good to look. Anyway, I, I enjoy his shindig when he does it. It's usually pretty good every year, 
and I'm, I'm keen to see what uh, what surprises drop from that. So for sure, yeah, might get some uh, maybe some Starfield gameplay or something this year. I mean, Microsoft's be cool. been pretty pretty buddy with him uh, every year, so yep. I mean, that's they they revealed the Xbox at that that shindig a couple of years back. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, that's the news, Job. Unless anything happened while we were recording, I don't know. Uh, no. I wasn't really paying attention. No. Um, any questions for this week that we got going? We do on? have a question. Yes. Oh. Uh, Fridge Monster Man writes: Hi, Job. Hi, Luke. Back in the good old days, games had high scores, and that was about it. Nowadays, games have progression mechanics, unlocks, collectibles, cosmetics, daily challenges, so on, so forth. Have we passed the point where attaining a high score is enough to keep us invested in a game? Uh, yes. I think we have. Um, the thing is, right, high scores were... Um, it's, it's, a, it's a bummer you didn't ask this last week because fucking Junglus would have fucking creamed himself over this question. Um, but... Uh, High scores are an ex- extrinsic motivation. Uh, so they, uh, they motivate you to keep playing for reasons that are external to uh, the enjoyment of the game itself. So you're playing to beat your high score, right? Uh, whereas uh, I think there, there's also such a thing as intrinsic motivation, uh, which is playing the game for the sake of playing the game itself, right? And, uh, and we play, everyone plays games for all kinds of different reasons. Uh, but the, the, the truth of the matter is high score is no longer a reason enough. The games have evolved beyond using that as an extrinsic motivation. Uh, and so it is generally no longer enough. I mean, it's, it's like you, you still see it it for a, a, like a lot of games like Beat Saber or uh, that gun version of Beat Saber whatever the fuck Whiplash. it's called Whiplash uh, it still exists right uh, in those in those games but it's always paired with other things uh, like unlocks and shit like that right it's, it's never just the high score anymore um, and so yeah I, I don't think that is enough but those those are the sorts of games i think rhythm games uh the games where you'll see it focused on the most i think because it's hard to extrinsically motivate someone beyond that alone uh outside of unlocks and because there is such a high ceiling on rhythm games um you can always attempt to get better and a high score is simply a representation at that point a high score can be uh simply a a, you know a graphical manifestation of your ability to outperform your own personal bests any thoughts luke yeah i mean all you need to do is look at um battlefield 2042 right they've deleted the the ace squad screen yep uh, and now I get a screen that tells me how many kills my ranger got, which I've got nothing to do with that. So. <laughs> cool. I think when you get the, the the screen that tells you that your ranger got a lot of kills, that's a that's the game dunking on you. 
That's yeah. they're, they're taking shots. They're they're shitting on you a bit. They're like, hey, you arranged it. Hey, at least you did a good job at calling in this fucking robot dog. Um, yeah, that's some catty shit. Um, yeah, that scoreboard shit is a real disappointment. I cannot believe it is the way it is, but whatever. Um, yeah. If if a high score is enough for you, then that's fine. I like rad, high scores right? in, in rhythm games. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think they work there. Uh, I can't think of... Uh, many other games where they do i don't like i actually don't care about scores in a lot of other games uh if like and it's always been a problem for me it's always been a reason why some games that should have gelled never really locked in with me like the devil may cry series never really fucking landed with me because i just don't give a fuck about scores and that is the that is a really fucking key reason to continue to play those games and to get that s rank get better yeah so yeah that's a it's a tricky part uh yeah good question good question fmm have you got pubg Uh, installed still probably oh god all right why um what are you pitching we got back in because i need a shooter I've definitely uninstalled it. Right? Just play fucking Halo. Just play fucking <laughs> no, I'm Halo. A good shooter. God, Man, the damn. weapons feel good. Not where I fire a clip of thirty rounds into someone and they run away because their shield is still up. Just um, fucking shoot better. All right, there you go. That is the question section. You got any plug this week you got going on? Your I IGN thing went up, right? Yes. If you haven't watched it yet, go and watch Battlefield versus Call of Duty. The Long Rivalry Explained. Uh, that was pretty good. I liked it. Uh, yeah. I'm very proud of how that played out. We talked about it last week, though. So We did. Yeah. Uh, what Anything about you, else? Luke? No, I don't. Uh, no. You can go to survivor.com and check out my dunking of Battlefield 2042. It wasn't too bad of a dunking. Like, I still gave it a four, a four and a half, I think, was the final score. I really um, liked your review. I really liked Nate's review in progress, which I think he's just going to add another paragraph on to say I was right about everything. Um, I, I thought you guys did a really good job, and I, uh, yeah, I think I think it was killer work. Uh, someone's going to fucking lay down the law, and yeah. uh, I think you guys did, both did a fucking incredible job of that. Which is awesome. I mean. When EGM is giving the game a 10 out of 10. <laughs> oh, it's fucking whack. Uh, I just, I don't even know what game they played. I honestly don't. I am really, really, really against dragging other reviewers or reviews because it is a personal experience at the end of the day. But I read that review and I cannot reconcile that with the fucking game i experienced or as it exists i just don't know how they arrived at that yeah 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 um otherwise what can i recommend um i re-watched uh what i rewatched shang chi and the legend of the ten rings uh the second time which is out on disney 
Plus streaming now if you want to go watch that. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to pay 30 bucks for it. Yeah, it's free. Free Mm. in terms of free with subscription. Yes. Did you watch it yet? I did. I thought it was really good. I liked it. Although, I'll tell you what, uh, I also watched Red Notice. Okay. Yeah. Which is new on Netflix, which has Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne being uh, The Rock Johnson being Dwayne The Rock Johnson Mm. and Gal Gadot being Gal Gadot. Um, and one thing I did notice and was surprised by was how shitty the fucking CGI of the cars in uh, Shang-Chi looked. Like, they were just so tr- trash. Just There's trash. a couple of... That, that scene in the car park um, looks a bit CGI, yeah. Right? And it's weird because Disney has so much fucking money... You'd think they'd fucking nail that aspect. Could have been I thought Red Notice did a really good job with it. Um, it was just a glaring fucking difference between the two. Yeah. Like the but Black yeah. Panther fight in the... Uh, is it Killmonger? Can't remember. Um, yeah, the, the end of that film where there's that just CGI fight. It's just fucking yeah. terrible. It's so yep. bad. <laughs> and Sometimes they get it right and sometimes you're like, what the fuck is this? This yeah, is terrible. Yeah, B-team put this one together. Like even um, the end of that film is a CGI fight, but it still looks good. It still looks cool. Still mostly, yeah. It's a shame because <laughs> yeah. so much of the f- fights in that movie are really fucking shot really well and choreographed nicely and like really good. Hong Kong, like... Uh, classic kung fu movie stuff and then they go to a cgi fight for the end which was a bit disappointing but um it still looks good i thought but yeah the fucking vehicles in it are just really um yeah yeah there was a there was a guy that reviewed san francisco's transport system it's called the muni and there's a there's a guy that works for them that reviewed that flight scene, <laughs> like the bus, the bus routes one. it was taking. Uh, <laughs> pretty good. Uh, just being like, he shouldn't be going down that hill. <laughs> shouldn't be. Going- <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Um, hey, speaking of Netflix, I watched the second arc of Arcane, and I, know, I sort of regret. <laughs> All right, it's not bad. It's just holy fuck. At one point, they've got like a full fucking. They got Imagine Dragons are in it. I don't really like Imagine I mean, Dragons as a band. They like, aren't they? Don't they work for Riot at this point? They must at this point, but they're in it as this band, oh. and it's extremely awkward. Are they playing the same song they play every year, where it's just <laughs> that's they've only got they, one song. Luke. They're doing <laughs> a different key this time. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they have the one song. <laughs> uh yeah, I did not like the second arc of that fucking show. Uh but anyway. Um, uh, no time to die. I went and watched that at the cinema. Hey, it's very good. I'm going to go That's see all I'm it. Saying. In two minutes, no, two hours, two hours. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. going. Eddie, extreme screen. Uh, gold class. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. Well, there you go. That is the quote for this week. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get podcasts from. The Gap or the GA Podcast. Uh, rate and review the show have a moment it helps other people find us on the internet um you can find us on the internet as well on our discord page the gapodcast.com slash discord you can jump in there talk about uh, all sorts of things video games related movies tvs food all that fun stuff 
or you can just jump in and play games. Um, we've got a bunch of channels going on at the moment. Battlefield happening. Halo happening. Satisfactory happening. Ooh. I'm going back into Satisfactory. I was so close. I was so close the other day. Just I'm like, in. oh, maybe I should jump in. <laughs> Drew and but, I have been building and we've got, a, we've got some some stuff going on. I jumped in the other day, um, but we were doing... Uh, what were we doing? Oh, the the Battlefield review event. I couldn't tell him why I had to yep. leave. But I was like, I need to go in 10 minutes because <laughs> I had to go. Um, but yeah, I think I'll the only reason in. I didn't is because my uh, my experimental build hadn't updated. And now it's updated. So, uh, I wonder what happens if you jump in and look at your save file and if shit is just fucked because they changed the map. <laughs> oh, did they? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, no, update five, they changed some of the, the zones, the maps. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you can jump into Discord, check things out over there. You can also go to our website, thegapodcast.com, and that has links to everything we talked about in the show, past episodes, if you want to go listen to some of them, or uh, featured review content, all that sort of stuff. Uh, and that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast, become a recurring member, get the podcast usually a day early. Um, last week was like 12 hours early because of the embargoes we had to, <laughs> yep. to deal with. Um, but thank you to everyone that helps. Thank you so you, much. You keep the uh, bills running on the website and uh, helps us do things that, uh, yeah, we wouldn't normally be able to do. Yep. Um, you are the best. Ever. No, no. All right, not going to finish it. All right, there you go. That is the podcast for this week. We'll be back next week. I don't know what we're talking about. I'm sure something will pop up. Uh, uh, I want to yeah. play that Jurassic Park game at some stage. It's fucking it's 80 bucks. It's <laughs> 80 fucking bucks. They're out of their fucking minds for fucking... It's it's the, like, how do they keep doing this? It's the same fucking deal with fucking coaster world and planet zoo and they all yeah. like look identical like do you know what i did i typed in i went oh it's out and i looked at the price and then i typed into google jurassic park evolution 2 game pass and it didn't come up and i was like all right well let's keep going then <laughs> peace out then <laughs> yeah you had your shot i expected that to be a game pass game you know how you kind of just look at a game like, all right it's a game pass game that's yeah. a game pass game yeah but it was not so cussed evil I'll genius at, two is at the end of this month yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll catch you all next week here, podcasting. See you then. Indeed. Love you. Bye.